Columbus Radio Group Station. We are back! Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Oh. I, I hate Jerry, my peacock. Jan Elliott. Hello, Jerry. One time right. I was trimming and I tried uh, to do the male version of the landing. It just looked like Hitler's mustache. <laughs> Not your fault. You got a big <laughs> and you're going to repopulate the earth. Uh, I like you guys because every radio show I get booked on. You know, they're like, don't be vulgar. You guys are vulgar, too. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Oh, happy President's Day. It is on. Oh, you look good in your powdered wigs, guys. Yeah. Torg, I can't hear you, babe. All right, hang on. We got stress pushing the buttons. Uh, Christy? Yeah, hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay, good. Loud and clear. Awesome. Don't swear. <laughs> I think it's me that I'm not. It's, on. it's Torg that's not. I hear you now, no, Torg. I'm, You're good. Oh. You sure? There I we can go. hear you. There yeah. it is. There we go. There it is. All right, we're off. I can't. I can't. I can't duplicate that magic I did there for a minute. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> I just don't, can't. I don't. just can't. I've tried, but you're no, okay. I can't. You're okay on this gonna... President's Day. Yes. yes. <laughs> Christy dressed as Rutherford B. Hayes. Good, good job, Rutherford. Christy. Yeah. Rutherford. Rutherford. And that yes. makes total sense. Yes. Our first female president. Yes. Yes. Rutherford. Rutherford. Well, she went as Hillary Clinton like for four straight years, and we had to tell her she didn't actually win. Christy. That's true. Yes. Yes. That is true. I guess you could do Kamala when uh, Joe quits if he gets reelected. Did you see over the weekend I had this big discussion and not get political, but like I always tell people like the Trumpers who say like the election was stolen. I always go, well, where's your proof? Right. And they go, well, da, 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 da. And there's really like if there was really like a big thing of proof there, you would everybody would be talking about it. So did you see, though, they were both in uh, Scranton? And did you see the crowds? For- oh, yeah. yeah. So, yes. Right. Yes. The difference between yes. the two yeah. rallies. So if yes. people don't know, Trump was in a stadium, like an arena, an arena packed. I'm not making this up because I don't care. I don't like, like either one of them. Stadium packed or uh, arena packed. Biden was in a high school gym half full. <laughs> You cannot tell me oh, yeah, right, when, right. when Biden wins, and I think he will figure something out. You can't tell me that, you know what I mean? Now I would go, okay, they're in the same damn city of his state. One's in a half full high school gym. The other's in arena. You can't pull it off this time, right? Whatever you did, if you did something, there's no way the water in the drain pipe or the, you know, 2 a.m. vote stop or whatever it is. You can't convince me. Do you still think then Biden is going to be the candidate? I am pretty convinced he's going to win. Oh, I don't think he's even the candidate. If he does, he I can't do last the whole term. I think he's even the candidate. He can't last this term. Well, I, I know, think they're but- waiting until summer to boot him out pre-convention, and they don't want to do it now because then he would be a lame duck. So they're waiting as late as possible before they insert Gavin, Ooh. Michelle, whomever. Well, that's not going to work for them. You yeah. just roll well, with roll with the old guy and... Take your chances? Boy, did, I don't know. <laughs> did SNL do a skit this weekend on him? Uh, did not see. Did Do not watch. 
it would be it would kind of be trending if it did, right? Uh yeah, we would have seen something. Yeah, probably. I don't even recognize right, the people right. on SNL anymore. Like the guests, they had some Australian guy a couple weeks ago that was on some Netflix show, and I'm like, and then I look at his other and credentials. he hosted. Yeah, and I'm looking at his yeah, credentials, going, no well, idea. he's got to have a body of work, and nope, he was. On just a Netflix show. Some like, guy. Wow. Just some guy. Wow. You do a Netflix show, you get on SNL. Some guy. Yeah. <laughs> handsome. Handsome as hell, but don't know who he is. You ever find yourself just cruising through TV to find anything to what we have more choices than we've ever had in the history of television, and there's still nothing on. Nothing. Finally, I just give up. I just say, I'm going to bed. I'm done. There's nothing on. You cruise, you look, you cruise, you look. There's bad movies. You've seen the good ones already. And not, I watched that Liam Neeson. God, those are bad. Didn't like the he? Taken movies? Didn't he come out? Well, they're all the same. They're all Whether the same. they're taken or not. Everyone, the snowplow driver, the one over the, the weekend was Retribution, the bomb under the seat of his car. Oh, boy. And he can't. The whole movie takes place of him in the driver's seat because if he gets out, it explodes. Really? And his kids are in the back seat. Oh, my God, is it bad. It is just, it's a paycheck, though. I guess he probably just keeps pounding them out, but it's laughable at his age. Yeah. He just, he, he and I think he's even said that in, in you know, interviews. So he wouldn't even throw a punch. He's just driving in the car? Yeah, there's no, uh, no punches thrown. <laughs> Just explode. And why do they have the bomb under his car? They want him to do something, obviously. He's like a secret agent. And- no, he's a financier, and he uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in Dubai. He has to transfer the money, but his kids are in the car, and they weren't supposed to be. And now he's got to drive, but the police think it's him that's blowing up the other cars. It's so It's like a reworking bad. of speed. It is really bad. Wow. I mean, like, epically bad. Really? And I love Liam Neeson, right? Yeah. Golly. The, those early Taken movies were bad, but like good bad. Yes. You know, you, they were up. enjoyable. Yeah. Now it's just, oh gosh, it's bad. I almost watched The Beekeeper over the weekend. What's that one? With Jason Statham. Don't His know. movies are kind of yeah, the, the same. Be- yeah, yeah kind of sort it's of. On, it's on Prime. You can get it on Prime right now. But uh, yeah, it's total action adventure kind of. Uh, fast and furious with a little diehard thrown in for Why good measure. Why don't they all jump on him at this? You notice like in all his movies and, and same with Seagal and Chuck Norris, there'd be like eight guys and why don't they just jump on him at once but they all stand in a circle and wait their turn? Like if I'm fighting <laughs> yeah, Johnny, yeah. right? If I'm like eight guys, there's like eight of us, I'd say let's jump them right. Move right. in, boys. Yeah, you're waiting your yeah, turn yeah. to get your ass kicked. Right, right. Come on now. Right? <laughs> Buckeyes, big win yesterday. Yeah, no kidding. Did see, Stunner. Uh, the end of that. I uh, bet money against them, but it was only a little. But yeah, where did that come from? They kicked ass all game. They looked great. Yeah, they did. They looked really good. Yeah. Did Holtman suck that bad? That because you hear Painter, the uh, Shane McMahon lookalike, after the game, he said if Chris Holtman was coaching, it'd be the same score. And I don't buy that. Diebler gave credit to Holtman, but that was just a class move. Yes, of course. Yeah, right. yeah. And the new AD will be the official hiring yes. of the new coach. Do you yes. see? Did you watch the game? No. no. Every damn timeout. So they have the, like their five assistants or whatever. So every timeout at the end of the game, Diebler would call a timeout, and like five guys would rush to him, and they're all saying something. 
you know, to him, like, we got to do this. We got to box out. And if I'm Deebler, I just say, shut the bleep up. There's like, it's some guy behind somebody. But it's like five dudes, like, all in on him every time out, like, in his face. It's like, dude, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would just be like, back off me. You're like in my personal, like, in his face, like, whispering stuff. Like, got to go for three. Got to box out. Got to da 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 I was like, wow, dude. Yeah, trust him a little. Yeah. He said Holtman coached him up before the game, and. It worked apparently. Well, he's been there for ever. I mean, he was running the uh, in the video room back when Aaron Kraft was playing. So it's well, not he like was he... over at Butler though. He went with Thad. Remember? No, no, no. You're thinking of John, his brother. You're thinking of John. Oh, there's Jake. two Debler. Yes. Oh, I stand corrected yes. in my Debler confusion. Yes. This is uh, this, this dark President's Day. Yeah, this guy's been here a while. Ah, right? okay. Yeah. So he's not head coach material, or is he? I don't know if he wins out. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, that's true. Just beat number two Purdue. Yeah. Right. No, right. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not, but yeah, mid February we're going to be getting into uh, March Madness here before you know it. They went out; they could actually go to the NCAA tournament. I think. And what eleven losses? That'll get you in. Twelve uh, losses yeah. in the tournament. You'll have twelve Probably. losses if you think you win out. You got a shot. Who knows? What do I know? Uh, Guest wise today, Torg. What do we have? Oh, Impractical Jokers. There's a new season. Brian Quinn, huh? How about that? Kicked off last week. We'll get Brian Q. Yeah. Brian Quinn, Q. Sal's Rock Report. I see it's meaty. Right, Stress? A meaty rock report. Well, it usually is. (laughs) Yes. A meaty one. And then giveaways. Did you see the lineup to We Got Passes to the Bourbon and Beyond Fest? Did you see the lineup for that? It's it's too much to even get into. It really is. Something for everybody. Yeah. Neil Young. And really, uh... Yeah. Dave Matthews? Yeah, Dave uh, Matthews. Bruce Hornsby? Uh, my Morning Jacket. Matchbox 20. The Wallflowers? Did you see that? Yeah, right. It's, it's quite, yeah, Bourbon and Beyond has turned Etheridge. into quite a festival. Zach, uh, who's it? Zach Bryan? Is that who it is? Yep. Uh, yep. Beck is going to be there. The Beach Boys? No, Teddy I, Swims? I haven't my seen God. Beck since Beck opened for the Rolling Stones about 15 years ago at Nationwide. Yeah, me and my wife saw him at the Arizona State Fair, and he brought a guy on and played spoons. <laughs> and it was amazing. Very Beck-like. It was, and it, it worked. It was amazing. He pulled like, it off. Holy crap, who is this dude? And he had some dude on stage with him who was like breakdancing the entire time, this like old guy. It was an amazing show. I've always liked Beck. Uh, yeah, he was great. I don't know. He did like Prince songs and was raw. Yeah, he did a – it was a good show. Even if you don't like Beck, he put on like a uh, – he put on quite a show. And it is uh, four complete days and nights of music and food. So you know, people pretty go big out there festival. in tent. That's some stinky people. Yeah, I've never done that. No, I haven't either. I've never done that. I have gone to uh, Sonic Temple for like two, three days, but I've gone home and showered. There's there's people that camp there for that. There is. I had buddies who louder than it life in. is another stinky camping site. Now yeah. a lot of those, uh, like the uh, I don't know, faster than horses, the big country fest up at uh, MIS in Jackson, Michigan. You you camp right there in the infield, really, a lot of times. And then there's the big stage on the one end, and it rained, and my kid did three nights there. Oh like, Lord, how do you how do you poop? Do you shower? I mean, that's what's. Where's the fun in that? Yeah. I, I get you get a buzz on the first day and you're not driving, 
Three days? Guess you're young. Yeah. You deal with it. Yeah. You're wasted. Right. Which kid? Correct. Nick. Nick would like it out of all three. <laughs> yeah, he can Nick hack could, it. Yeah, yeah, he, he could. can hack it. The yeah. things that I saw when I was at Woodstock uh, 94 were all the camping, the quintessential. Yeah, that's right. just get and it. Understand, it rained for three days. So can you imagine? <laughs> it Kind of like the original, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And the port johns were overflowing. You didn't know if you were stepping in or you were stepping in mud and just, oh. Yeah, no thanks. Me and my That's buddy, why I had them put me up I, in a hotel. I'm out of the demo, yes. Yeah. Give me a Super <laughs> 8 down the highway there. I yeah. almost followed fish around for a summer. I got into a car accident when I was like 21, and I just quit radio, and I was living off the money. And me and my buddy were going to go with two girls and follow fish for like a month. Okay. And we were going to do it, and then I just really thought about it. Like They started like in Houston, Texas, and I was like... So we're going to drive cross-country to Houston to follow a band where everybody stinks and I don't like the music. To get, I can get laid in Minnesota. <laughs> so why, right? So, like, why yeah, would I Why right, would I right. drive to Houston and, like, I go, dude, we're following fish. And the key being, you don't like the music. <laughs> yes, right. I don't like music. So it's like. I need more dude, motivation was, to drive to Houston for a show. Dude, we'll get wasted and get stoned. And I'm like, yeah, you could do that here. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. and then, like, I was going to do it. And then, like, maybe two days before we we're going to leave, I go, yeah, dude, I, I doesn't, there's nothing about it that sounds appealing at all. So I got to ask them, being Monday, we haven't talked all weekend. Did you do it on Friday night? Yes. Oh, Ruby's. Did you? I did. Yes. 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 You want to save that till 705? Is, is there a story? Ah, uh, yeah. I okay, mean, good. It's, uh, went to Ruby's on Friday. Yeah. So, uh, it, uh, that, that's snow. Woo. I went in. Where were the plows? For a few beers at 4.30. I came out at 6.30, and there had to be five inches in yeah. two hours. We had a solid four by me. Yeah, the further four. north, it was more. Marysville got eight. Did they really? Delaware had seven. Yeah, I Is, got five. Is it off the ground now? It's pretty much gone. Well, well it's going to be 60 by this coming Thursday. Is it really? Yes, 57 is the high. Ooh, this weather is bipolar. We have it really is. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's insane. But it came down, and I thought, oh gosh, I hope Torg's still gonna go. I went because you had an early reservation too, right? Yeah, so you o'clock. were right there in rush hour. Yeah, and I like so I know I'm not being a rimmer. I just know Jeff for a long time, and he got me in, so I couldn't not go. You know, like if the owner gets yeah, you that, yeah, I, right, it's not right. like I cannot not go. But it was that early, five o'clock. Yeah, it's because I wanted it five. I didn't want to be there because when yeah. you go there, you go for like three hours, right? Yeah, you true, go there, true, and you, true. you take your time, you get app, but you don't get out of there till like eight, eight thirty. So instead of uh, so eight instead to of, eleven, exactly, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I wanted to be out by like eight thirty. Sure, sure. So I didn't want to be there, and it was it was. No, it was six. Oh, I I'm can't sorry. wait to hear about it. I'm sorry, my reservation was six. Six, okay. Yeah, six o'clock. I just didn't want to be there till like midnight or yeah. whatever. So uh, no Michael Evans today because President's Day, but we do have the Michael Evans replay next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Columbus. Good morning, Torgy and Elliot. Christy, you look lovely today. Lovely, lovely. Hey, we haven't done any movie reviews for a while, guys, and uh, I have two. The first one, and not really a movie. It's only an hour and five minutes, and it is streaming. But hold on to your steering wheel if you're driving to work. It's Jennifer Lopez, one-hour, five-minute film, This Is Me Now, A Love Story. 
Well, I don't know about a love story, but it's weird, bizarre, it's over the top, it's campy, it's confusing, very odd. It's sort of a love story mess, I think. It's not bad, but it ain't good. The music is all right, but I can guarantee you, you have never seen a film like this before. I mean, it's that bizarre. When all is said and done, I believe it'll basically be panned as a self-promoting attempt to kickstart her career by doing something different. It drops today on Amazon Prime. If you want to check it out, this is me now. A love story, Jennifer Lopez. Now, everywhere, Bob Marley won love. Theaters, everywhere. And Kingsley Ben-Adir is fabulous playing Bob Marley. Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it, which I don't know how you not like a biography unless you don't like the person. I mean, it's just a bunch of facts about somebody's life. It's a biography. But Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it. Uh, It is a true story about Bob Marley. Personally, I like Bob Marley. I'm a fan. I wanted to learn more about his personal and musical life. Co-produced by Brad Pitt's Plan B Studios. Rated PG-13. Bob Marley, One Love. I liked it. Three stars. No football. Wow. But baseball starting next week. Spring training. I can hardly wait. Oh, and in case you forgot, it's... Come on, boys and girls. Sing along. It's Aloha Friday. No work till Monday. We're going to play day Aloha Friday. Have a great weekend at President's Day. We're celebrating Monday. Lily Yokalani, Lani on the OK. Who in the car? Providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed. Nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today in a high 41. Clear tonight, low 2. Sunshine for Tuesday in a high 48. It's 19 right now. The Ohio Division of Cannabis Control has now tentatively picked a storefront for recreational marijuana, as well as kind of hinted at a time when sales could start in the state. Agency revealed a set of proposals last week that could dictate which shops can sell recreational pot and when. It includes the option for medical dispensaries to become so-called dual-use dispensaries, meaning they can sell both recreation and medicinal. Uh, The division is looking to begin awarding provisional licenses for non-medical cannabis facilities by September the 7th. That's so called, the shop is called, I believe, Suck It, Mike DeWine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> suck it, little Mikey. Yeah, suck it, Gramps. <laughs> There's a gap in the U.S. border fence, and it's known as the San Judas Break, and it's quickly become a very popular spot for immigrants to cross into the U.S. So one landowner near the gap says he sees, on average, 3,000 migrants a day come through this gap every, or every week, actually. Uh, the Mexican government is now stepping in. A checkpoint has been set up near the gap on the Mexican side of the border to cut down on those numbers. Uh, you just heard Michael Evans talk about it. The biopic about uh, reggae legend Bob Marley, One Love, took in an estimated $51 million in its six-day opening uh, weekend. The movie, opened last Wednesday, set a record for the biggest midweek Valentine's Day opening. Madam Webb opened in second place with just over $15.1 million. Well, we were kind of due for a reggae biopic, weren't we? I, I think you could say this about a lot of different genres of music, but reggae is the top of the list. If you've heard one, you've heard them all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is it not? <laughs> it is. It's just something about that steel drum in every song I'm, that you go, I, I'm, I'm out. You yeah. think it all blend together? You don't know. The only yeah. time I want to hear it know. is if I'm in a lounge chair on the beach in the Caribbean. 
Yeah, yeah. That's, you know. Well, that's the only time you usually do yes, here, yeah. <laughs> at least in this part of the hemisphere. <laughs> and uh, former President Trump made an appearance at SneakerCon in Philly over the weekend to launch his new line of Trump sneakers. The shoes come in three price points, ranging from 99 bucks to... Yeah, they're gold. 399 oh, bucks. Kidding. They're yeah. gold. This they're is gold, parody? Like, no, no, it's uh, uh, like... Uh, Converse All Stars, you ever see those Converse yeah, Chuck yeah, Taylors? Right, right. They're kind of like that, but they're gold. They're, yeah, they are, and they've got a little flag, American ah, flag, ah, on the back. Ah. Well, anyway, the most expensive version of the shoes is called the Never Surrender High Top Sneaker. Uh, the website selling the sneakers, they also sell perfume and cologne. I don't know if it's Trump-based for $99. And it just, if you want to smell like Donald. Yeah, have you seen both sides now are accusing the other of inserting AI sound, where one, so- one side saying that... They're releasing video with booze in the background, and the other side is saying, no, it's cheers, and they're, like, adding. Apparently, they're accusing each other of releasing video of yeah, it yeah, yeah. with sound effects in the sure. background, was, whether was there it's cheering cha- or booing. Was there chanting of, let's go, Brandon, when, the pre- when no, he was up was, at East Palestine? It would be easy to fake that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. Right. Yeah, he was in East Palestine over the weekend, and then people were... You could hear them chanting, let's go, Brandon. So, again, I don't know if that was. Yeah, that didn't go well. That was Friday. Yeah, that was he Friday. Was in East Palestine. Yeah. Yeah. A gold Trump tennis shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Grab him by the Puma. Yeah. <laughs> QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for your Monday morning. A lot of the snow starting to melt. It is still cold out there, and there might be some slick spots. 71 North is open between 270 and Polaris Parkway. Right lane currently blocked. Uh, traffic is slow from 270. This look at traffic brought to you by Eco Plumbers. They will clear your clogged drain and provide a year's guarantee for only $93. A year's guarantee for only $93. Get it or it's free. $93 or free at GetEco.com. Torg, Elliot, Christy, Arch, and Dave Man are now at your fingertips. Send a text to 614-821-9696 and buckle up because you never know what they might send back. QFM 96. Powered by Grismer Tire and Auto Service. Get four free oil changes with the purchase of four new tires. The Hot Five with Torg and Elliot. Cranked up by Sugar and Shannara accident attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. Here are your Hot Five audio cuts. Happy President's Day. Cut number one. The Buckeyes defeated number two, Purdue, 73-69. to Here's interim coach Jake Diebler. Everything you guys, everything we asked you to do, you did. I mean, you, you guys earned the right to win this game. You earned the right to win this game in, in practice. How you came together, how tough you were, how hard you played. Every single person, like... That was a lot of fun, man. Hell yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was intense. Hell yeah. That was high, high, high level. And we just want to thank you guys for being two feet in, for coming together, for, like, loving each other. We we said it. Every time we break it down, we say what? Family. Family. This is a family. There you go. How about that, Jake Diebler? How about that? How about that? How about Hideki Matsuyama yesterday, his ninth tour win, and hadn't won in a few years. He's had back problems. Throws up damn near the course record. He shot a 62 yesterday. Here's Jim Nance on the call. Oh, yeah. 
Matsuyama with a round at Riviera that will long be remembered. Now, Tor Tiger had to drop out. He had the... Uh, I he, saw that. He had the squirts on Friday. Oh, he did? Thursday. Yeah, he had the flu. Oh, no. He was, oh, no. He was in a bad way. And that's one. It's when you're wearing white pants on a golf course, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you may want to go home. Yeah. Sorry, Tiger. <laughs> Sorry there, buddy. <laughs> Cut number three. It's the stadium series in the NHL. So picture this. MetLife Stadium, right, in Jersey. You got the Rangers and the Islanders and rookie for the Rangers, Matt Rempke. Hits the ice for the very first time. Here's Matt Rempe, NHL debut. Hello. Wow, a fight before they even dropped the puck. First time on the ice of the National Hockey League. And he is squaring off with Matt Martin. And he is a big man. The 21-year-old is 6'7", 241 pounds. And he's going against a veteran one of the toughest guys in the league in Matt Martin. Both of them know what's going to happen, and they are trading them here. Martin, 6'3", 215. Not often. They just nod and say, okay, that's enough. Not often that Martin's giving up that much size. Yeah, wow. Just walks on the ice, and they get into a fight. They don't even get to the face-off Yikes. circle. <laughs> I like it. That starts the stadium. Oh, that is yeah. hot. That is good. Yeah, and uh, it was is a hot cut. It wasn't the start of the game, so there was a. it was his first shift. And by the way, it was announced over the weekend official, the Blue Jackets and the Red Wings will be playing at the shoe. Oh, March, so that's March official. 1st that's of next official, year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they should do a... Ohio State-Michigan game, men's and women's, and maybe like a high school showcase. They should do like a huge weekend. So uh, temperature no longer a thing with outdoor rinks, really, right? They no. just they freeze it from below. And, yeah. yeah, right, It'd right. be good. All right, clip number four. Ann Coulter was on Bill's, uh, Bill Maher's show Friday night along with CNN's Van Jones, and uh, the Kansas City parade shooter story came up. I mean, we don't know who did this shooting, by the way, the, the, the Super Bowl shooting. We have we, some idea. What? If it were a white man shooting, we'd know. Well, we don't know. But they, I mean, they That's how we know it's not a white man. I can tell you that much. Do you think they're, they're repressing that reporting? They wouldn't tell us about the um, transgender woman that shot up the Christian school for, what, like a year? Um Oh, San Bernardino out here. Remember the crazy terrorist Muslims? That's when I first noticed, hmm, they're not telling us who it is. It's not a white male. The longer they go without telling you, it's not a white male. Well, we don't, for this one, for right now, as of Friday night, February 16th, we, know. we, don't, we don't officially know. Okay, you know, you have special powers. All right, so um, Friday night, this uh, flipping through, I was told, I uh, couldn't find anything to watch, right? And... Mm -hmm. Bill Maher's show. Do you watch Torg, Bill Maher? Uh, no. I cannot oh, do it. Depending on who's on. Depending on who's on. And I wanted that clip as an example. So it's no longer even an attempt at any kind of entertainment. It's th That's what it is anymore, huh? The Bill uh, Maher show. There's no... I don't know. It's just, a, I mean, it's I just guess an argument. He, Whoever he has as a guest. He gets uh, laughs on occasion, but really the entire 60 minutes is that 
I think so, but wow. I don't know. I don't yeah. watch it enough to. It's still better than Colbert, I'll say like, that. Yes, yes, yes. But boy. At least he has difference of opinion on. But there's no musical guest. There's no, 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 no. It's a debate there, show. It's that's all it is. Is he does a monologue? Racism, shootings. Yeah, he does a monologue. Then he has three people on, and then he does like a inner, like he does an interview too. Like he'll have a big. The last one I saw, he had David Byrne on. You know, from Talking right. Heads. So he did like a monologue, did his panel, and then they had David Byrne on. And then that's on the, the HBO show. show. Now the his HBO. podcast, when he's smoking pot, he's always got a joint in his hand, yes. and they're sitting in those easy chairs. That's a little more spirited, yes, a little more fun, yes. But that HBO show, wow, that's a tough view, man. His podcast is way more entertaining. Yes, I agree. It's usually him and a right winger, and they actually agree more than they don't. But yeah, the last one I heard, he had. Uh, Candace Owens on, and they argued for 20 minutes about men, I mean. men going to the moon. Yeah. Oh, she didn't know that we've been to the moon more than once. And they argued back and forth, and Bill said, no, we haven't. She said, well, I don't know that. And he goes, no, I'm telling you. And they went on back and forth. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, she yeah. didn't know. And so it was like 20 minutes of like, can we please stop this? We've gone to the moon. Candace, just admit we've gone to the moon and admit you're wrong. And she couldn't admit she was wrong. And Candace gets run, but really just a social media, made a name for herself, sold her soul or whatever she had to do because now she's a thing. Yeah. What did she ever do? She's done nothing. I don't know. Argue yeah. with Bill Maher, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, cut number five here. Did you guys see the show? Here's a show for you. Well, you're not into Star Wars. Uh, Chris, did you see Kenobi season one? Christian? I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, Kenobi season one. Did you watch that? Uh, yes, I did. All right. Well, Ewan McGregor was on the Today Show and asked if there would be season two. It was made as a standalone one-off. Um, so it wasn't made as a series as such um, in that there wasn't meant to be an episode two. But I'm hoping that there might be. You know, I, I, okay. I, I'm waiting to hear. I'm we'll waiting for the it. call. I thought for sure there was going to be a, another. S- well, it was really successful. That's why people thought okay. it was going to be I liked a- it. I did. They put in a lot of money in those shows, don't they? Oh yeah. I mean, it was a wet, it was like a Star Wars movie, but better than the Be- better than Star the Wars last movie. batch of Star Wars movies. Yeah, the standalones. I've said it before. The standalone, like the Solo and the Rogue One, much better than the actual Star Wars franchise. Ah, that's yeah, I interesting. Agree. Yeah, I agree. That's cool. I have you seen the Solo was uh, really good. Yeah, did you see the Andor Moon show or one or the plans, Christy? Uh, no, because I think that's on Apple TV, which I no, don't no, have. no. It's on Disney, and I don't have I don't have Disney. Oh, okay, because it's the you know what was the standalone where they blew up the, the stole the plans for the Death Star? That was Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Well, this is the series of how they planned that, and it was like an eight uh, episode series of how they got that together, kind of like a prequel to that movie. And they say it's great. I haven't seen it. Once you get Disney, Jerry, so I got the Disney, Hulu, and the um, ESPN3 package. It was like okay. $15.99 or $11.99 a month or whatever. Disney doesn't have enough programming to make you get into it long term unless okay. you have kids and you just yeah. sit them in front of the TV right. and they watch the cartoons yeah, all yeah, day, yeah. right? There's just not enough to t- sustain that model. And Hulu doesn't really have any originals. And all the other networks now have their own streaming sites, so Hulu doesn't have replays of everything anymore. 
And it's kind of really like nothing, a... Uh, nothing there for you. I think it's just like ABC owns it, correct, Christy? Who? Uh, uh, yeah, So I it's think all so. like Bachelor reruns and ABC shows. So if I turn on Disney right now, yeah. Right? The kids are getting ready to go to school, and Disney, what, what's on? Is it, is it cartoons? Every Disney movie imaginable. Plus cartoons, whatever. Uh... But not classic cartoons. Oh, yeah, they have, like, the Disney classics on there. But not, you're, you're not okay. talking, like, Bugs Bunny, that kind of No, no not Bugs Bunny. Yeah. The classic, well, like, Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Is it Steamboat Willie? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Uh, that and the old Donald Duck, DuckTales. Okay, okay. Yeah, stuff like that. My kid, my youngest is 11, though, so... I mean, he's seen but them But there's all. not really much in the way of new no, programming. Just right. the Marvel movies. Yeah, right. You know, but how many times are you going to see Thor 3? You know, like my son's seen yeah. it all. We had like it for six months. It's a television, ne- a cable network that's just showing movies on a loop. I know it's not movies. You just go through it like Netflix and pick your, pick your shows. There's no like... Di- oh, like, there's not just a fee. Uh, no, oh, there's, okay. there's the Disney Channel on cable. Okay, well that's this what is, I'm asking. Yeah, this is separate. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on. Kenobi was on Disney Network. Right. And it was a pretty. Decent and I guess show. Uh, See, I have Disney Network. That's on my Hulu. That's what but I it's, have. But it's not. Yeah. So I don't have access to. All, you know, the, the Marvel streaming. Cinematic Universe yes. and all that other kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yep. Now, yep. I guess True Detective wrapped up last night. That was only six episodes. Did, did it you, all? Did I, you watch the finale, Chris? No, I will when I get home. Yeah, I watched so, Curb C episode two. So there's only good. six episodes? Oh, see, I completely, you and I yeah, couldn't be more yeah. different. I, like, I hated episode one, I did like not one. laugh at all. Two was excellent. Well, it was, I Laugh out loud. I thought it was predictable. The lawn jockey, the black lawn, jo- lawn jockey, you knew what was going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, black. It's curb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all knew, predictable. I knew I was going to see it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's your, then that's your hot five. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Uh, 71 North is now open between 270 and Polaris Parkway. Right lane still blocked. Traffic slow from 270, but traffic pretty light today on this President's Day. No other problems. And it's brought to you by Custom Air. If your drive today is going smoothly, then it's brought to you by Custom Air. Uh, where your heating and cooling comfort is their priority. If your drive is lousy, then this report was brought to you by their competitors. Visit customaircolumbus.com to schedule an appointment. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe, a New York-style quality pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Well, in recent years, Miami Beach officials have tried to minimize the mess when spring breakers show up during the month of March. It hasn't been working at all. They've had to deal with a bunch of serious crime, hundreds of arrests. So this year, the city is taking another step, and they're announcing with a new publicity campaign that Miami Beach is breaking up with spring break. Basically, the message is, hey, spring breakers, it's over. And they're not kidding. There's going to be a flat $100 parking rate in city garages and parking lots during the weekends of March 7th through the 10th and the 14th through the 17th. A double towing rate of $516 will be charged for non-residents. They're also telling visitors, expect curfews back at your hotel by midnight. Security checkpoints also and bag checks will be in place for anyone hoping to enter the beach area. They're not kidding. They've had enough. Old school landline phones with a cord. It's a new trendy thing now for Gen Zers to own. Apparently, retro stuff from the 90s, early 2000s is pretty big right now in general. They also include flip phones and, and the original iPods. Most established adults ditched the landline years ago. I, I don't even have a landline. 
I still have the where it hangs on the wall in my house, but I don't have the landline. You? Uh, I don't even have that. Yeah, it's in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, because you don't need one anymore. So the New York Post asked young people to explain the fascination. Corded phones are a lot uh, less convenient, obviously, but apparently they think they're cute. Do you know what's coming back? I read this last week. Cassette players. Really? Yeah, because people have, the youth has the advantage to record like a DVD or something on their stereo and then play it back what they want, record it. Like if they want to do a mixtape or something, they can just plop it in the cassette player. It's making a sure, comeback. Sure, sure, sure. Wow. The cassettes, I don't even have cassettes. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I still have an old zippered box that you'd keep in your car. Remember those yeah. soft-sided, zippered top? Yeah, probably holds about 30, 40, something like that. Yeah, I have... Uh, well, the one for the I CDs. have DVDs. Yeah. DV, DVDs and CDs like crazy, right. probably hundreds of them. I had well, that in my that... uh, Zuzu iMark. I had the big old uh, black, and you unzip it, and all of the CDs were in there. But no jewel boxes. Yeah. You had to take the the CDs out, right? No, 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 I have Slip them in little plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just in the holder, right? Yeah, and then I have boxes full of the cases Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Like boxes. Yeah. And then my wife wants to give away the DVDs, and she opens up the DVDs, give them to uh, Goodwill, and they're not... They're not the DVDs that should right. be They're in not them. in there. Right, right, yeah. right. And I'm like, well, you have to go through you the sleeves. Throw those and out. Then... Yeah. No, but it's good. Like, if you go on trips or whatever, you got a DVD player at the lake. We have a DVD player up there. So you just bring up the sleeves and then, yeah, because we don't have cable or anything. We just have internet. Okay. And you stream off a fire stick or watch movies on the DVD. All right. Yeah. So. Is this the best restaurant in Columbus? After ZZ Top. Broadcasting iconic rock from the Byers Mazda Dublin studio. Visit ByersMazda.com. Rockin' Central Ohio for 47 years. QFM 96, a Columbus radio group station. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. So in the past six weeks, I've been to the top, Hyde Park, and Jeff Ruby's. And I'm fat, so I think I know food. And those are pro- arguably probably the the three best steakhouses. Steakhouses, yeah. yes. Yes, steakhouses. steakhouses. And Ruby's really more than a steakhouse. Uh, yeah, really yeah. It's, 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 you can get it's bigger than that. And... It's bigger than that. Boy, the sushi's really good. We had sushi, too. Uh, yeah, you? right. So go through it with us. Friday, date night with the wife. You Valentine's go to... Day dinner. Right. Had uh, boy, the drinks are twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you yes, want to drink? It's twenty, are. thirty bucks. So a pop. what? Uh, what mixed drink did you get to I start the evening a, with? I uh, had a double oaked Woodford Reserve. Yeah, Ooh. those are good. And she had a martini. Okay, excellent. Was great choices. Was there live was, piano player? Yeah, in the lounge, in the yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah, that's a great atmosphere in there. It is really good. Uh, oysters. Yeah, did like three oysters each. And they bring, they take their time, then sushi, they serve that all by itself, then you take time, and then steak and wine. Yeah. And a bottle of wine. Oh, Boy. is that great? What a night. Do you so, have red wine? Red wine, but I, the bottle I wanted, so I had a wine I had in mind, right? Yep. And then I looked at it, 
at Ruby's on the menu, and it was five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, good lord! And I said, nope, not. Ha-. I had to talk my wife into yeah, everything. Yeah, right. She's like, a drink's twenty bucks. I go, have a drink. She goes, no, let's just do glass. And I go, no, let's get a bottle. You always get the bottle. Yeah, yeah. And so we got a way, way down bottle, but it's not, you get a, a bottle, lot of time, Yeah, well, the $500 bottle, probably not that much different than the $100 bottle. Yes. I mean, not I $400 better. Yeah. But Let what do you think that $100 bottle really cost, though? 20 bucks at the store? It depends on the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Like I tasted this wine, and I tasted. I've tasted good wine. I could tell the difference. I've tasted. Oh no, you can tell. Yes, yeah. yes. You don't need to be a wine connoisseur yeah. to be able to take sip of one, sip of another, and go. That's the better it, one. Yeah, because I had the five hundred dollar yeah. wine earlier in the week, just a glass. I wasn't paying, of course, but I had a drink, and then I had a drink of this, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not even." Yeah, the same right, right, right. Or maybe <laughs> when you do get to that level. It's really noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, you know, Nick's what I just said. Yeah. Because okay. 500 has got to be. It's got to be Like an all-timer, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever spent $500 on a bottle. I haven't either. Yeah. I've spent 100 That's about it. 100 and 125 is the yeah. l- highest I've gone. Yeah, we were like 125 We let him pick it out. My wife wanted to go 80 and I said, Lauren, 80 means you're getting like a Kroger $20 wine or a $10 wine. I go, you could pick up that wine at Kroger. If you if you order a hundred and thirty dollar bottle at Jeff Ruby's, right? Mm-hmm. That's thirty five at the wine store. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Forty. Yeah. Their sushi is awesome. Yes, it is. Oh my god, is it that's so what good? I had when I was. Did you get yeah. To, yeah. some tuna sushi? What'd you get? I don't know. I, I let my wife order. Were you in the uh, main floor dining room or did they take you down? Main floor. But main next floor. time I'm gonna do basement. Yeah. What's more happening? Down on in the, the basement? Floor. Yeah. No, oh, no, the in the main no. floor? Basement's Downstairs, quiet. quiet. Darker. Dark candles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> upstairs it's kind of going on. Right. Yeah. But you, uh, and then the stakes. So of the three, Cap City, no, or no, Hyde no. Park, Hyde rather, Park. Hyde Park, what'd you say, uh, the top. The top. Jeff, Jeff Ruby's. Ruby's. Not even close. Not even close. And okay. it's worth every penny. Yep. It, I would rather it's have. It's an event. It's yep. an experience. Yes. I'd rather have one Jeff Ruby's than four regular meals, because that's what it'll cost you. Yeah. Four or five regular nights out compared to one Jeff Ruby's, and Jeff Ruby's blows. The, my wife got the Collinsworth steak. Want to be, maybe, because I did, back in the day, Luger's. Oh, and in Chicago? Was, no, no, in New, New York. York. And I did the original. I've been to Luger's. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yes, that was the is. best place I've right. been to. This was really close. That Collinsworth steak, man. I didn't have that. I had the cowboy. Man, it's well, that's a lot of meat. It's really good. Yeah, right. It's really did you eat it? Good. Did you take any home? No. Okay. You ate it, baby. Yeah, I was thinking nice. about it, but boy, is it good. It's worth it. The service yeah. is second to none. The service at right. Jeff Ruby's is head and shoulders above any other Well, place. it has to be. Yeah. Charging that. Uh, yeah. Yes. But I think it's worth it. I didn't think the top was even close to being worth it. Hyde Park, I didn't know what the check was, but I kind of had an idea. Okay. And I thought, well, good service, good food, but still a little pricey. And then at Ruby's, I looked at the price, and then, well, the food better ba- and the food backs it up. The service is the food. Yeah, I think Ruby's is more uh, anniversary, Valentine's, and I know they don't like that, where it's just a special place. Yeah. They want people, you know. 
Yeah. They want that in your rotation, but it's. I think it is more of a an event when you go. Mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom. Special. There was a dude in sweatpants. Oh, and I'm like, how does a guy in sweatpants? I'm get surprised into they allowed it. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they served it. I like. Well, they were like, ah, uh, like velvet or cashmere something type of silk weird. they were no they, they were joggers yeah, they, they weren't were, sweatpants well kind of yeah, yeah they're like that's that. that's those are popular well, what was machine yeah. gun kelly wearing when he stopped into to rubies he was in some kind of sweat outfit i don't know yeah yeah really nice place though Jeff Ruby. So how do you know jeff how do you know mr ruby uh i think he listened in the sports radio days and then followed. But me he's on. not from here. No, but he opened up the restaurant. He knows Columbus. He knows people in Columbus. And knows okay, because he's since he threw and through that he guy. Is, but he knows the scene. The first Jeff Ruby's I went to was the one. I was it Biloxi, Mississippi. He's in casinos. He's got quite a few in casinos. Yeah, that makes and sense. My mother-in-law delivered one of his kids. I'm sorry. Okay. What? Okay. Yeah, well, my mother-in-law okay. delivered one of his kids. A boy. I don't know who would like late Little 70s. Ruby. Yes. Little Ruby. Randy Ruby. Like late 70s. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and his thing is uh, in the other ones, I don't know about this one. I've only been once and I didn't see it. The photos on the wall of him with the celebrities. Yes. That's his thing. That is on this yes. one, too. Yes. That is there. You and him were there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but a lot of them you don't, I didn't even recognize, so it's really not. So it could be like a doctor. But it's Mount more Carmel. than just jock sniffer. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, Hollywood types. Yes. Any celebrity that drops in, he does the, f- yeah, it's good advertising. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. And then the drive home, though, it was snowing out. And I go, oh, yeah, man, Friday night, it was coming down, buddy. Big time. And then so we're driving home and I. Slow I drive that. home. So I yeah, but if wife, you've had a few drinks, see, that's the best way, because you're on ice. Yeah, well, I made her drink the rest. You slide a little bit. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Officer, it's slick out. Exactly. I've used that one back <laughs> in Minnesota. <laughs> um, but, man, cars are going there, so there are no plows at all, and cars are just going in the ditch, like, left and right. Yeah. And then you have the one guy who's going 10 in the in the right, and you're trying to pass him, but everybody's zooming in the left, and you just can't get over, and the snow's going, and people, you just, every, like, two minutes, you see someone in the ditch. Someone in the ditch. Like, nope, I didn't see yeah, one plow. We were at Ruby's. We went six, is it 670 to 70 or whatever to 33, and not one plow, and my, my wife goes, yeah, there's been plows. I go, no, you can tell because the middle isn't. The middle's a big hump of snow. And they knew it was coming. They didn't Kemper they, told they, you all Friday, the entire show. It was, we are in a winter coming. weather advisory, one to two inches early, and then another one to two inches. And it was they said it was going to be heavy, and they did pre-treat. I think the temperature got so cold, so fast, because it was bitter cold. There was there was ice on the road, so underneath that. That was a heavy, wet yes, snow, Yes, exactly. Yeah. Tesla's not good in the snow. Oh. Really? Not good. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, good in the good. ice. Yeah, it kind right. of slides around. Uh-huh. Not enough weight. But it's all-wheel drive, at least. Yes, yes. yes. But, yeah, now I learned, like, if I go out, I got to get the Pathfinder up and running and uh, take that instead of the uh, Tesla. But, yeah, there are a lot of cars, and then a lot of cars couldn't get out because it was so slick. They're in that ditch on 33, and they're just not moving. 
That's pretty excited. Sad morning to be able to start that snowblower up for the first time yeah. this year. <laughs> I think I did three houses on the street. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, you got to well, do it. Well, you know, you got to, right? By the time I got up, it was gone. Yeah. It was just like, man. That I was heart gonna... attack snow, too. You don't want to be shoveling. That. No, you don't. No. Yeah. No. So it was a good. You know what it is with Ohio, though? And I don't want to beg on the uh, ODOT people, but there's just not enough bad weather to have a full crew. Like on standby, yeah. Because what are you going to do? I think the, you're right, and, and it's gone the next day. Yeah. So I think it's one of those where suck it up. If you're going to go out, you know it's coming. Don't Saturday go out. Saturday morning was pretty clear. It was. Yeah, and the sun I, came out. Right. I went out Saturday morning. And there was the the roads were perfectly fine. Now Marysville got like eight inches. Wow. Delaware seven eight. Yeah. Ah. Wow. We had five. What'd you have in Grove City? Yeah, you guys about are four. down south. Yeah, we got about four. Three, four yeah. It was a, it was a solid four. I can but see. But Friday it. afternoon, I'm going to go sneak a few beers for a quick happy hour before the wife gets home. And four o'clock, I'm looking out the window, going, "I'm going to kill Kemper." Monday, she's going to get it. She's going to hear about this. Because <laughs> you wave the flag. Four thirty, I sit down. I come out at six thirty. Holy <laughs> hell! <laughs> I mean, it was really snowing. It was. Yeah, it was going down. And man. you can kind of enjoy it when you know it's not going to last. Yeah, this isn't like an early November snow. Where'd you go? Right by the house? I just right by the house. Yeah, yeah. couldn't be any safer. That was right. Right. Easy peasy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the snow came down and told you. Boy, what do you do if your car's in the ditch in the window? You have to just call like someone and go, "Hey, can you pick me up?" And- yeah, because if you can't get it out, you I mean, can't get it out. And and things happen in that kind of. But if you're in a ditch, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You were speeding. You yeah. that's on the driver. Yeah, it is. If you're I in agree. the ditch, I agree. Yes, you could. There's- you could get in the right hand lane. Go slow. Yeah, just take your time. Get home, especially the small cars. But no, you gotta. Hit the gas, go around, hit the patch. Try to pass now people. you're in the ditch. Yeah. Yeah. I almost got off and I was thinking of taking side roads back. And then I thought, ah, man, that's probably as bad as. Yeah, that then might be stop worse. Lights. Then might, you gotta, yeah, right. You know, you're hitting the brake on a stoplight and you just sure. keep, you can keep going. So I wanted to avoid that too. But yeah, all good. I got home like at nine o'clock. And then kids wanted to eat. You're like, oh, God, I just ate. Oh, they didn't eat when you were gone? No. Because they're all, they're selfish. They're all for themselves. They'll, like, put a hot pocket in. Oh, okay. And then one of them doesn't eat. And, like, I'm hungry. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no leftovers. Where's our food? They thought we were going to bring home food. Okay. Oh, oh, wait a minute. No, not from this restaurant, darling. Yeah. Yeah. Have a hot pocket. We weren't at Raising Cane's. (laughs) Million. Yeah, and it costs like eighty million to make. They they say it's. So, I'm reading this article on Rotten Tomatoes. They say it's so bad, it could be like a cult classic. Ah. like it's so bad. Like, remember the old? My favorite is uh, the movie Stone Cold with Brian Bosworth. Is the undercover pretty bad? Undercover biker game. Gang cop. Oh, it was so, Jerry, it was awful. Yes, I remember that. The final scenes, he's in the third floor chasing this guy in his bike, and he jumps out the window of this third-story building and then lands perfectly. You know, bounces a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lands perfectly to chase this guy down. It was so bad. Oh, so bad. We're watching that Liam Neeson movie on Saturday night, and my wife is just howling. She's just laughing out loud like it's a comedy. Some of the dialogue was so bad. They should do. Do you think they did that on purpose? In the knowing, plot. 
Or do you think they were yeah, legit maybe. trying? No, maybe, maybe, yeah. Because they know they got a turd on their hands, right? So they try to make the most of it. Maybe. And make it so bad that it's And I good. don't think Liam Neeson cares. It's just a... Uh, Paycheck. Yeah. Keep busy. Stay in a nice hotel in Europe. Yep. Three months to film and a paycheck. Yeah. I don't care about how good the movie is yeah. <laughs> because you watch it and it's evident. Oof. And I'm a fan of the taking stuff. Yeah. You know, of of him. But he's he's got to be well into his 70s at this point, oh, yes. right? Yes. What are they doing taking three? I quit after taking two because they kidnapped his kids and then they kidnapped the wife, correct? And they killed her. In what? Which the, one? The second one. They did? Yeah. Pretty sure. I thought he rescued Funk her. No, Jensen. the wife dies. He rescues the daughter. He rescues the daughter. No, that's number the one. The wife dies. No, that's the first one where they kidnap the, the kids. One? Okay. But they get the kids back. Get, and then gets the, the daughter back. The second one, I thought they kidnapped the wife but made it look like he did it. Yes, But correct. he got the wife back. Didn't he? No, I thought Fonka uh, Jensen, they, no, they killed her. And then so was he on the run in Taken 3? Oh. But after right. the, I gave up they after did two. three yeah. takings, right? Yes. Or four. I bet, four? I bet there's half a dozen since that. All the same movie. What was the one? The snowplow yeah. driver. Did you ever watch that one? No. He's a, he drives a snowplow in upstate New York or wherever the hell it's set, and his teenage son dies of an overdose. Mm-hmm. So he goes after the drug dealer. Dealer. See the one where the wolf and is tracking him across Canada? Yes, I've seen them all. <laughs> I love Liam Neeson, but it's the same movie, and they are bad. <laughs> Retribution was the one with the bomb under the seat that we watched. Okay. Oh, my God, is it bad. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask Fat Guy on Friday. Well, let's do a little uh, laughter here at 33 after this President's Day. Here is comedian Dennis Regan. You know, if I go to Burger King, if I get an order of onion rings, there's always a couple of French fries mixed in there with them. Always, but if I get the french fries, there's never any onion rings mixed in there. Are they in the same pile or aren't they? You know, sometimes you go to McDonald's or Burger King, sometimes the people that work there, they're sharp and run the ball. Other times you just got to wonder, you know, you got to wonder what that hiring interview was like. Please, come in, sit down. Can you mumble? Can you mumble without making eye contact? Would you be willing to goof around with your coworkers while the customer grows impatient? Great, I think you'd be a good candidate for our management training program. We're going to have you watch an eight-minute training video, then we'll put you on the front counter. People get their own drinks now, you just got to hand them a cup. Oh, when you hand them a cup, make sure your fingers are sticking down inside the cup. That's our policy. And you just give them a bag of food and you're done. There's no need to say thank you because we wrote that on the trash box. QFM 96, Torg and Elliot. Got the tenth season of Impractical Jokers on True Yay. TV. Let's talk to Brian Q Quinn. What's up, buddy? Hello, Q. Hello. Good morning, everybody. How you doing out there? What's going on? Hey, has it gotten harder over the years? I mean, you guys had a movie. Everybody knows who you are. Is it harder and harder to pull off these, uh, you know, these skits when everybody knows who you are, and knows you're screwing with them? It's it, we we can't. We, if someone knows the show, we can't use them. But the good news is we shoot in New York. You know, we shoot in Manhattan. Yeah. There's Eight billion people on like a 14-mile island. So True. There's always, there's always suckers around 
you know, that we can play with. And by the way, if they don't know the show, it actually annoys me at this point. So we're even like harder on them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which which is the one? Because you guys have throughout the ten years, you have regular ones, you know, regular. Uh, dares that you have to do. Which one makes you feel the most uncomfortable? Because to me, the one where you guys go to the buffet and take food off people's plates and then try to weigh the whoever's got the most poundage wins of food, that to me, would yeah. I would feel so uncomfortable doing that. That is a, you, you're, you're, it's very odd, that one, because there's weird dynamics at play. This is the weird psychology you pick up in this show, like, in theory, if you're at a buffet and you have a rib on your plate and I come and take the rib off your plate, it's weird, but you shouldn't get angry because there's endless ribs in front of you. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. but that's my rib. There's some, like this, right. You're like, you become possessive of that rib. And it is, it is <laughs> weird to come up against that because people get angry. I don't know if it's just the type of people that go to buffets or whatever, but like they get angry. So it is. It is those tiny interactions. Uh, I don't like making people angry. I, I prefer people to be like, "What is going on with this idiot?" But to do that, you have to make yourself look like an idiot. So every it all sucks to answer your question. It, it, yeah, it, every, every bit of it is horrible. And Brian, my wife is all in. She does the marathons on the weekend and everything. I go back to season one. What year, what season did you guys add these celebrity guests? Because I think that was a That's brilliant. just last year. Was that just last yeah, year? Yeah. Oh. yeah, well, what happened is Joe, Joe told us that he was going to exit the show. And obviously, look, I love Joe. I talk to him every day. He's, he's my best friend. Like, Yeah. And obviously, like, it's not going to be the same show. It just, it can't, you know what I mean? Like, so we, we were like, let's lean into that. Let's spend a season playing with these celebrities and uh, delineate before Joe and now we're shooting season 11, 12, and we're, we're not shooting with celebrities as much this season. We're still having friends coming in play, but less formally because, man, scheduling celebrities is like, it is tough. Yeah. Like, they got a million things going on. They're trying to get to New York for this one day, and they only have five hours. Um, so, so we kind of wanted to delineate you know, what the show was like without Joe. And now we're kind of getting back to basics just without Joe. Yeah. You know, Brian, yeah. I don't know if you guys did this on purpose. So I have kids. I have a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, then a 10-year-old, right? This might be yeah. the only show on TV where you can have a kid 10 and someone that's age 100 and watch it and all enjoy it. Oh, uh, man, I love it. Let me tell you something, and I meet all- – all sincerity, that is our favorite thing to hear about this show. We hear it uh, up, up to. I watch it with my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching the show. My 70-year-old mother's there. My 17-year-old kids are all watching it together. And we didn't plan it that way in the early seasons. But as around season three, we started realizing that that was happening. So we adjusted the comedy slightly, but in a way that I don't think anybody noticed, but paid big dividends of it being like an entire family show. We're very... On an emotional level, we're very proud of that, and we're very happy about that. So thank you for saying that. Well, I was going to pitch you on my idea for an adult-only show where it's cannabis-driven and it's impractical tokers. <laughs> uh, my friend, uh, <laughs> in, you... in the last couple of seasons, there have been a couple of bits that were fueled by cannabis. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. At what point was there a season, an episode, something you guys did where you realized this was a big freaking deal, where you knew you made it? Because obviously you guys grew up 
you know, did the circuit, you know, the tenderloin guys. Yeah. And then when did you realize, holy crap, we got something going here? You know, it's a great question. It's hard to say because we make the show in a vacuum. You know, we keep our heads down and we, we go in. I think there was, there was a tipping point of not being able to go out without people coming up to us. Um, you know, it comes in drips and drabs in the beginning. And then you're like, oh, like I can't leave my house without somebody being like, dude, I love the show. I love the show. And like, that's the start of it. And you're like, oh, wow, we're making something that's resonating. And then we started doing this tour and we were like, man, like, People showed up. We we sold out Madison Square Garden. We so like, we went to London, the O2 Arena, which is bigger than Madison Square Garden seat wise. We sold out six nights in a row, and oh. and it was like you just can't even fathom it. And you're like, this is insane, and, and we're in London. So sure, funny. And that, and there's that thing too. We we actually outsold Adele. And if you go backstage at the O2, there were. No pictures of us. Only pictures of Adele. <laughs> you know, you've you've sold out here in Columbus nationwide. Oh yeah, man. So it's like, and our shows are different. Like people come and they have a party. Like it's more of like a hang than a show. It's really, it's you know. So it's just things like that where you're like, I can't believe that these things. Are, I'm an oaf from Staten Island, you know. Yeah. So it's like these things are. And you know what's cool for us, Brian, is we've had, whether it's the Pawn Star guys, the American Pickers, Murr has been on with us since season one, I don't know how many times. The way now you you see the uh, the specials and you hear the concerts and Adele and you the savvy that you guys grow over these ten seasons and how you deal with the fame and that it, it's cool to kind of be on the ride with you in a way. Oh, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, it's... Uh... You know, everything, nothing is worth doing by yourself. So it's like the ride is the whole thing. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Hey, tell us, uh, Brett Michaels is a friend of the show. It comes on all the time. Uh, What what is his involvement with your show? I just saw the trailer. And what's his involvement this year, if you can, as much as you could tell us? Oh, no, no, no. His his involvement, uh, that that big one that you probably saw the clip one, uh, aired. Just aired recently. Oh, it did. Okay, give us give us a little. I'll go back on my. You got. I got you DVR'd. Let us know what was it. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, it was great. It was such a fun punishment. Where Murray was, um, he was a uh, this weirdo in a restaurant, and uh, Brett was telling him what to say. And then at the end, Brett comes out uh, just when he gets everybody pissed off. Murray gets everybody pissed off. He comes out and sings a duet with with Murray, and the whole room melts. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, have you played? Yeah, well, we had Murray's wife there. Murray didn't know it. We dressed her up like a mega poison, like an '80s poison fan, uh, and then she came over and started like cooing at Brett Michaels in front of Murray. So it was, you know, she was in on the show. It was, <laughs> it was fun. Oh man, I got you know, I have a DVR, so I'm going to watch. Hey, uh, Murr, Joe, and Sal have played the Funny Bone here. Are you do, are you doing a stand up tour? Do you do stand up? The drive tour. Uh, we do the drive, 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 drive tour. Is is us on stage. Uh, the Impractical Joe gets up on stage. Uh, the guys all tour solo. Murray, Sal, Joe, they all tour I don't because I I like touring with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, everything I do, I want to do with my friends. So the notion of, like, going places by myself with a microphone, just, I don't know. You know? You're yeah. my type of guy. Well, that's a different yeah. animal. That's yeah. a whole different animal, yeah. And Murr's writing books and everything. You guys have really parlayed this success, too, which is cool. That guy is a machine, Murray. He's yeah. always working. I'm, 
I'm too lazy. I'm like, hey man, we got a good thing going. I want to, I want to chill out and enjoy it. <laughs> hey, have you, have you, you, with a popular show, who's uh, you ever been starstruck? Where you go somewhere and you figure out like Robert De Niro is a fan of Impractical Jokers. You've been starstruck. Oh, it happens so often, man. I'll tell you the biggest one. We didn't meet him. Uh, Jeff Daniels was a huge one. We got to meet him. That blew my mind. He was telling us like stories of Dumb and Dumber. But the, the biggest one, the biggest one. We didn't actually meet him, but we shot this episode in L.A. And our security guard that they, you know, you got to hire them for insurance purposes on set. Uh-huh. Is Paul Paul McCartney's main bodyguard on tour, and he was telling us, dude, every night on the tour bus, Paul watches Impractical Jokers, and we're like, no, we're like, get out of here. He goes, I'll text him right now. I'll text him right now. Murray, I don't know why Murray does this, but he goes, ask him who his favorite is. So we text <laughs> Paul McCartney. And 10 minutes later, his phone goes off, and he goes, uh, Paul answered. He goes, tell the boys I said hello. I love the show. Q is my favorite on the show. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, we're going to be watching Thursday nights, uh, season 10, True TV. Q, thanks so much, brother. Great stuff, Brian. Thank you, guys. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. We got an accident on Federated Boulevard just east of Sawmill Road. Exit ramp closed due to an accident. 270, the south outer belt eastbound off ramp to 23 south uh, on the south side. Also closed due to an accident. King Avenue east and westbound between Broadview Avenue and Grandview Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Eco Plumbers. 93 or it's free. They will clear your drain for $93 or it's free. For drain clearing and repairs, Eco Plumbers come through when you need them to at GetEco.com. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Former Republican Congressman George Santos suing Jimmy Kimmel for allegedly misusing cameo videos on his late-night talk show. So the lawsuit was filed in New York on Saturday, and it claims that Kimmel requested at least 14 videos from Santos on Cameo, that's where celebrities, of course, sell personalized video messages. Kimmel allegedly used phony names and narratives and sent requests for, uh, from fake user profiles. Kimmel is being sued for copyright infringement, fraud, breach of contract, and unjust enrichment. If you watched any of the NBA All-Star Weekend stuff, you saw the festivities unfolding in Indianapolis, with some events being held at Lucas Oil Stadium, of course, home of the Colts. Uh, They turned a football stadium into a basketball stadium. And now that the NBA is out there, the NFL will be back with scouting combine. And then there's an indoor dirt bike racing championship, followed by the Indiana State Robotics Championship and some concerts. Uh, And after, (laughs) there's a lot going on. The robotics, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of a thing. It is. Didn't Rich's kid, uh, one of them was into robotics, robotics, right? Exactly. Yeah. So after all the excitement and noise, then they're going to bring in some swimming pools for the 2024 U.S. Olympic team trials. And for the first time ever, the team trials will be staged on a football field. So there's some busy times ahead. There's yeah, a lot going on there. You know, you'll be sitting in Nationwide Arena watching a hockey game, and then the next night is like motocross or something. It's amazing how quick they flip those arenas. Well, at Nationwide, we had the uh, the world's uh, greatest rodeo on Saturday. Oh, yeah, that was in, wasn't it? Did you go it? to that, yeah, Christy? Yeah. And I did not. The world's toughest rodeo. Toughest, excuse not me. the greatest, the toughest. Okay, okay the toughest. Yeah. The badassest Toughest rodeo. rodeo. <laughs> and uh, a new study. Set out to find the priciest pizza in America. 
and it should come as Jeff Ruby's Pizza. Yeah, Jeff Ruby's Pizza, one <laughs> million dollars. No, the priciest pizza is in New York City. So at the start of 2023, the typical Big Apple Pizzeria, Sock and Customers, this was an average for a large one-topping pizza, $33.65. On average in New York? On average. Wow. Large one-topping, $33.65. Now, despite the price, New York holds on to its national rep for best pizza. Denver, not far behind. Now, for what it's worth, Americans also prefer New York-style pies to Chicago deep dish 52 to 30. Now, they say oh, Connecticut has the best pizza. Yes. New Haven is New Haven? The, the city that they... What are there, There's four different old school spots that compete, yeah. but they, it's become a thing, right? Yeah. Is it New Haven? I don't know. I think it is New Haven. But I think Connecticut, they say, is the best. Yeah, there's some town in Connecticut that's yeah. supposed to be. But just New York's louder, and they'll tell you they're the best. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I've never been to Connecticut. They shout over you. Yeah, I haven't either. I've never been. But they say it's fantastic, yes, though. So, yes. And you're not paying 33 bucks a pizza in Connecticut. Well, maybe you are, but. I'm sure you are. Jeez. ESPN based in Connecticut? Yes, it, it is. It is. I thought so. I've been there. I've yes. been to Bristol. Oh. They do have a pizza place there, but it's not the best in the right, right. country. I don't think it is. But yeah, that when I went because the New York City, all you need is a slice, dollar mm-hmm. fifty a slice, whatever the hell it is. Those are big floppy, oh, cheesy goodness, right there. I bet you they're, I bet you they're seven bucks a slice now. No, 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 no. Yeah, if it's the street bucks pizza, pizza. you're just walking down the street. I think it's a buck fifty. Oh, not anymore, Jerry. Yeah, no, no, In no. My kid lives there. Yeah, my kid lives there. He says he has lunch for like two bucks, can of Pepsi and a slice of pie. Really? On the run. Yeah, yeah, Just stop yeah. by, get it, pick Just it up. Just cheese pizza. Yeah. You know, that New York style, one slice. In, in, for two bucks in New York, you get a slice and a pop? Yeah, you wow. get a can of uh, Pepsi and... What a deal. You can't right. even get that here in Columbus. Well, I think the hot dogs are still a buck fifty on the street in, are they? in New York City. Yeah, the Sabret dogs. I don't know what the price of everything. You'd think they're like five bucks. Yeah, but they got to move them. Bucks. Yeah, if you're you, if you want to sell them, you you know what I mean. You, you go don't volume want over hot you, dogs for three days. You'd rather sell more at less than a select few. But it's a New York slice of pizza, Jerry, and a New York hot dog. So they do at the Cubs game. They go, we got your Chicago dog, and they get sell you a dog, and it's a package of relish and mushrooms. It's not the or, sh- um, uh, yeah, right. mustard, I mean. It's not a Chicago-style yeah. no. dog. It's just it's a, a Chicago, Chicago dog. dog. Ah, clever. Yes, here's some Quiet Riot. Alpha One, do you have the target? Roger that. WLVQ, WLVQ HD1, Columbus. Torg and Elliot. Are you ready to rock? Broadcasting iconic rock from the Byers Mazda Dublin studio. Visit ByersMazda.com. Rockin' Central Ohio for 47 years. QFM 96, a Columbus radio group station. We are back! Got the Torg Torgerson. Now I'm worried about my puppy because we're not getting them fixed for a while. And his lipstick, he's horny all the time, I can tell. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. My dog, female, humps my wife, won't hump me. I think I, I think my dog's a lesbian. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. It is, and we should mention our house band contest is back, huh? Yeah. Looking for the best cover band, Central Ohio. Sign up now, QFM96.com. Send in your audio. Listen to the station and make it a song that we play or could play. 
Your band could be one of the four to perform live Thursday, March the 7th for our house band final at Leon's Live in Marysville. And you could be crowned the winner. 1500 bucks to spend at Music Around Columbus. Booking at our events, a full-year promotional calendar. Every band who has played, and Christy knows this, more gigs, higher paying gigs, high profile. It's a good year for a band. Yep. And it doesn't dominate your time by any means. It's the select uh, gigs. It's like three or four gigs. Hang the banner. Yeah. Run with it, man. Make the most of it. A lot of bands have benefited, no doubt. Get paid and get laid. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, br- cranked up by One Opportunity Records, Music Around, Dream Seat, your total s- ticket source. So send it in by the 22nd. What's today's date? Today the is the 19th, 19th, so it's Thursday yeah. by midnight. We got to get it going. We got, you got to get it going. Let's get it in right now. Because we'll announce Friday. The yeah. 19th President's Day. That is today, right? It is. Yeah. Now, did you know that Andrew Jackson, Torg, was the first president to ever ride on a train? Really? Not to be confused with Bill Clinton. Okay. Who, um, <laughs> I don't need to finish that no, one. Do you I? Don't. No, no, no. A new study shows West Virginia is the least educated state in the country. Boy, West Virginia takes the crap, well, don't they? Well, have you been there? It's a beautiful state. It is, but beautiful it doesn't mean state. people are intelligent. <laughs> well, would you say the least? I mean, think of, oh, I don't know, Arkansas, Mississippi. Well, they're warm. I don't Kentucky, know. I don't know. Uh, Kentucky's got some money, right? Yeah. I don't think West Virginia has a lot of money. No, it's the Whitakers. Right. Yeah, right. Then there's that. There's the Whitakers. They bring it down. That's probably why. Oh, I got stress on board with that. I stopped watching. Yeah, I remember when you turned him onto that, Tommy onto that, and Tom tuned it in. And it's it was it a tough watch, Tommy. Very, very, very. You watch them go to the state fair? Yes. You did. So you watch every video they have. I have been. Yes. Did they get jobs at the state fair? No, no, no. Oh yeah, the bearded lady. (laughs) (laughs) Were they? Did they just have a ball at the state fair, or were they just in awe? They like it was. They they were at Disney World. Thing is, though, if I ever wanted my wife to leave. Start watching the Whitakers. Yes. She'll leave immediately. Do you know what? That's mine is when I want my wife to leave, I turn on professional wrestling. Oh, my wife is like like chatting about something. I don't want to. I just turn it all wrestling's on. Yeah. And thank God for me, it's on like every night. Main oh. cabin masters. My wife's out. Yeah. Oh, really? Boom, out. <laughs> Cannot do it. <laughs> I think every guy's got a show. Yeah, where your wife a guilty pleasure, leaves. a guilty yep. pleasure, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> An Australian man was hospital uh, hospitalized after sticking three AAA batteries down into his penis. It- what? Yes, you'd think two would have been enough. Three? Yeah. What size? Just showing off. Triple A. Triple A. So okay, those so are the little ones. No, they were car batteries, Torg. <laughs> no, no, no. I that was like huge. Maybe, maybe they C's. were nine volts. <laughs> C's. Yeah. Well, yeah. Double A's. Maybe they, if, they were, if they were C's, good on him. Yeah. <laughs> NBA player, you say. <laughs> Aww. Uh, well, it was All-Star weekend yeah. there. Yeah. Do you watch any of the All-Star game? Not a minute. I, I didn't just see can't a minute. It. I, I can't, can't do it yeah, either. I, can't, yep. I didn't watch the NHL uh, I didn't. I watched a little bit of the NFL only because I was out 
like at a pizza place and it was on. Yeah. But yeah. I can't watch any of that stuff. It's just not. And the NHL, it's official. The shoe getting a game next uh, March 1st of 25. Is yeah. that correct? The Red Wings. The Red Wings. Red Wings. and Je- Yeah, that would make sense. Although the Penguins would have been appropriate too yeah, for the think, Blue Jackets. I think they want to do, though, a Michigan-Ohio State college game. I think they're going to add. Oh, I don't know that for yes. adults. Now, don't call Ohio State and say, I'm reporting this. I just think that's what they're going to do is make that a big deal. That would make sense, huh? And they can't do that with Pittsburgh. True. So it would be Red Wings. True. And then you have maybe the women's team play, maybe yeah, Ohio State, Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a high school matchup. Who knows? But you make a weekend of it, right? Basketball Buckeyes uh, put the spank on that team up north last week. They're playing pretty well now. Oh, I mean the basketball Buckeyes. No, we the didn't. men's. No, we beat Purdue. We lost. No, them. they beat Michigan last week. No, we didn't. Yeah, they did. No, Juwan Howard got hammered. No, they didn't. I bet on every game. We you, did. We lost to Michigan up there about a month and a half ago, six weeks. Oh, ago. I thought they played last week. I saw. No, maybe maybe women's. that was Michigan State. I knew it was a rival. No, they didn't play Michigan State either. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State. Oh yeah, yeah and Michigan maybe, maybe State that, won. Yeah, yeah yes. maybe that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I the Wolverines every, lost. Yeah, I bet on every game. I know where my money's going. Okay. Yeah, 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 well, yeah I'm with you on that. I'm not going to argue that. No, that's yeah. Yes, when it comes to the gambling, and you know what? They're covering the recently. sports gambling. That's scary. The Buckeyes are covering. Like I think they've covered like three straight. Yeah. So maybe you start running the reverse now. You were yes. Because I was riding against them because it was something like eight straight. Where they weren't covering. Right. So then I was like, and now they're covering well, on the cost road, too. That Holtman his job. Yeah. So maybe you reverse it now and start betting and on the Gene, Buckeyes. And uh, Gene still running the ship here until, what, June 1st or yeah, something like that? Yeah, but he like said that. the new guy's doing that. Yeah, right. The new guy's working. He's just riding shotgun. Is the new guy getting paid, though? He's got to be getting paid. I think he is, yeah. You know, like under yeah. the table or maybe retroactive or something right, where right. he gets that big first check. Maybe. Where he comes in. What a gig, huh? Yeah. Your AD at Ohio State and in the new era moving forward. Yeah. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, pain in the ass, but I bet you the pay's good. This is, yes. Bet you, you the are pay's correct. really good. Right, right. Well, no, Mike, want to let everybody know, no Michael Evans today, but Christy, you got a little news for us? I do. And I got a question for you guys. If you would do this to receive $14 million. We'll let you know next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home. Locally owned, headquartered, and staffed nearly 75 years. SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Sunshine today, going to have a high of 41. In fact, going to warm up nicely by the end of the week. Clear tonight, a low 22. And sunshine again for Tuesday and a high of 48. It is 19 right now. The Ohio Division of Cannabis Control has tentatively, uh, tentatively picked a storefront for the recreational marijuana, as well as maybe hinted at a timeline when sales could begin in Ohio. Agency revealed a set of proposed rules on Tuesday that could dictate which shops would sell recreational pot and when. Also includes the option for medical dispensaries to become so-called dual-use dispensaries. The division is looking to begin awarding provisional licenses for recreational pot facilities by September the 7th. Good people don't smoke marijuana. The problem is it's a proposal and DeWine and his old cronies are going to turn it down. Yes, it is a proposal. Yeah, so it's not. You can gonna... throw out all these numbers and these dates, and and it's not going to make any difference. But at least there's a date on it. Yes. Yeah. So it'll have to. It'll be a big stink if they if they don't let it go. I mean, the people voted on it, right? Yes. Should be a done deal. But, no. but that doesn't mean it will be. No. Pun intended on the stink. And yes, the skunk. <laughs> skunk. Now, uh, when it first 
let's say, what was the date? September 7th? September 7th. Coming out of the gate, it's going to be really expensive. But so? over a year or two after that, it'll all settle down. But like, what would a dupe cost? I don't think you can buy a dupe. No, you can in Michigan. Well, we don't Singles? know what they're going to do here. Yeah, you can buy a single, single like, blunt canyon. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I know up there, coming out of the gate, it was really expensive. And now, who? It's competitive. It's cheap. Oh, really? It's really cheap. Yeah. Nice. And it'll still be less than what it is here initially, but it, the prices here will drop the longer it's open, Got you. the longer we have it. And I smell that scar. I think I smell pot every morning when I'm at this traffic light. <laughs> I think a skunk must get hit. Every morning there. I've smelled that skunk at that corner, and there's the bus stop well, right there. we got there. skunks living here. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. You know yeah. what, though? We can get rid of them now. It's hard to differentiate yeah. between an actual skunk and the weed, the, the weed now. Yeah. The girls leaving that was save the skunks, so we can get <laughs> yeah, rid of them yeah. now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we can yeah, get rid of them. Put them in a trap and send them on their way. I don't think she realized that when she put in her two weeks that we're going to get rid of the skunks now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's usually a spring thing, cause it, so it's coming up. Yes. That's usually a spring. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're really bad and around the, this building. And are. if you keep, if you're on the road and you keep smelling it, I mean, that stench can last for days. And it just rolls on. And sometimes when you're in the thick of it, like it's real rich, yeah. you think it's going to like cling to you. <laughs> yeah. Like it's going to get on your clothes or something, but it, uh, eventually it goes away. Yeah. But boy, that can be strong, uh, can it? You're like Jeez. smelling yourself. Yeah. yeah. Former home improvement star, Zachary Ty Bryan. Which one did he play? Was he the know. middle son on I home improvement? Well, he's in trouble again. He was arrested by La Quinta, California police. It was over the weekend, early Saturday morning. Four, driving under the influence with three or priors. He was pulled over at a traffic stop when the cops noted the car may have been in a collision. So he was arrested in 2020 and last year for domestic violence allegation. He was found guilty both times. Yeah, he was the older brother because the teen idol one was what? Jonathan Taylor Taylor Thomas. Thomas. And then the youngest one was taken advantage by an older woman. Wasn't he like 18? He has married like a 50-year-old or something like that. Like, seriously. Like, she was much older. it was tool time, all right. (laughs) And imagine uh, heading over to your state's lottery website, and you check your numbers, okay? And you find out, holy cow, I just hit a $340 million jackpot. Wow. Now, imagine you find out that you actually won nothing. That's why John Cheeks is suing Powerball and the Washington, D.C. lottery. So John bought a Powerball ticket. He used his family's birthdays, but he missed the live drawing. So that's when he decided to go ahead and check his numbers uh, on the website the next day. They matched. Every single number matched. One problem. When he took his ticket into the retailer, they told him, oh, sorry, none of the numbers matched the ones that were drawn. And then the lottery, he went to the lottery offices and they told him, hey, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. It's evidence now in his lawsuit. And the lottery says a contractor posted the wrong numbers on the website. Oh, I think you got to pay him. I think that I there's. Think you better settle. Yeah, that he might have a better chance at winning the, the lawsuit than he did actual Powerball, but still. So. Yeah, if you play the lottery, what do you play? I just have them. Just when it gets the up to random, yeah. the power balls where yeah. you wait for the drawing. See, I'm a scratcher, and now the scratch, the new uh, tickets you can get twenty, you can get fifty dollars scratch off. Oof. A fifty dollars. 
Wow. Have you, Jerry? Yeah. Have you gotten uh, a $50 scratch off? Maybe. One time. Can I ask? No, you lose just like the $2. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. kind of the uh, point yeah, I was trying just to make. $48 yeah. of disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, but the excitement just to the very end. Yeah. What do no. they give you an extra box to scratch? Right. You box. get an extra yeah. game or yeah. something. Yeah. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. It's been a pretty busy morning, even though it is a holiday and traffic is light. Two vehicle uh, accident. This is Stelzer Road just north of Easton Way. We got a vehicle on fire, 104 East at Groveport Road and Parsons Avenue. Injury accident reported Watkins Road and Alum Creek Drive. 270 East to 23 South on the south side is closed due to an accident. Your detour is going to be 270 East, Allen Creek Drive, 270 West to uh, US 23 South. Traffic is brought to you by Custom Air. If your drive is going smoothly, then this report is brought to you by Custom Air, uh, where your heating and cooling comfort is their priority. Now, if your drive is lousy, then this report was brought to you by one of their competitors. Visit CustomAirColumbus.com to schedule an appointment today. The Hot Five with Torg and Elliot. Cranked up by Sugar and Shannara accident attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. Here's your Hot 5 audio cuts mm. for your Monday. Happy President's mm. Day. Cut number one, the Buckeyes defeated number two ranked Purdue 73-69. to Interim coach Jake Diebler in the locker room after the game. Everything you guys, everything we asked you to do, you did. I mean, you, you guys earned the right to win this game. You earned the right to win this game in, in practice. How you came together, how tough. You were how hard you played. Every single person, like that, was a lot of fun, man. Hell yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was intense. That was high, high, high level. And we just want to thank you guys for being two feet in, for coming together, for like loving each other. We we said it every time we break it down. We say what Family. 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 This is a family. Sounds good, man. Yeah. He sounds like a great coach. Wants to get that job. Be interesting to see how that plays out, eh? It will be. Yeah. Yep. Good for him. That's got to be a nice paycheck. I think what hurt him, though, is I don't think, and I was just, I just kind of looked, and the people coming in, they have two kids coming in, and one's like a three-star, tall, white dude center, and the other's kind of a scrawny point guard from Utah, like a 6'1", 150-pound guy. Okay. And so unless they hit the transfer portal, it's not like, I think, do you need a big name to get bigger recruits? You know what I mean? Like, do they have to go out and get a big-time guy to get better players? Basketball not benefiting the way football has with the portal, correct? Uh, No, I think there's more of it. In basketball? Oh, yeah. Oh, because well, I don't see it, the players switching the volume of players. That's because we're not doing it a lot here in Columbus. We only did in one basketball. kid. Yeah, one kid from Minnesota battle. That's what I'm saying, but in yeah. football, who, well, other teams, your whole though, team next year is yeah, other transfers. Teams, well, I think the most, I think Ole Miss had like 10 no. to 12. But okay, I, yeah. But I think per capita, that would be equivalent to like three or four guys. In basketball, because the okay, roster is so yep. small. But some teams That's are taking true. advantage. Yeah. That is true. All right, we'll switch from basketball to golf for clip number two. Hideki Matsuyama had about a 10-footer to set the course record or tie the course record at Riviera yesterday. Here's Jim Nance on the call. 
Matsuyama with a round at Riviera that will long be remembered. Now, he didn't tie the record. He shot a 62. The record was 61, but he ran away with the back nine there and uh, got his ninth tour win. And I've been trying to get Didn't in. did he win the Memorial? He did back yeah. in, I think, 14 maybe. So yeah. I'm, uh, I've am i been watching the live golf, right? Mm-hmm. I heard it's Well, you got to pick one. You got to pick. You got to. No, it's all great golf. The problem with live is all the bells and whistles. It's just, it's not good. Too much? It's too much. I mean, who cares that they're wearing shorts? The golf is phenomenal on live. But watching the PGA Tour, it was like sitting down with an old friend yesterday. It was like, oh, yeah, big tournament, great back nine, name players. It was uh, it was really the good. The P- and if you're the live, I think the live was off this weekend maybe. So if they're sitting at home watching that, they, those players, they took the money, but they have to feel they're missing out. Yeah. By not playing those storied venues. Like but you know that. what makes up for it? Every other Friday. Every other. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, let's set the scene here. MetLife Stadium, New Jersey, NHL Stadium Series. It's the Rangers versus the Islanders. So this rookie for the Rangers, Matt Lepke, is stepping on the ice for the very first time. Here's Matt Rempe, NHL debut. Hello. Wow, a fight before they even dropped the puck. First time on the ice of the National Hockey League, and he is squaring off with Matt Martin. And he is a big man. The 21-year-old is 6'7", 241 pounds. And he's going against the veteran, one of the toughest guys in the league in Matt Martin. Both of them know what's going to happen, and they are trading him here. Martin, 6'3", 215. Not often they just nod and say, okay, that's enough. Not often that Martin's giving up that much size. It was hard to hit that guy. He was 6'7", right? And he had a visor on. So he's looking up to him, and he's trying to punch. They both ran out of gas. Yeah. But it was hard to land because I saw him hit the visor a couple times. That's got to hurt. Sure, yeah. And he couldn't get his arm 6'7", and then put him on skates. He's damn near seven feet tall. That's pretty damn impressive. We got to ask our boy uh, Gabranson if he's ever gone with uh, Matt Martin. Yeah, someone that tall. Yeah, Matt Martin. 6'3", Jerry looked like he was six foot. Wow. 6'7", 241. It was such a size difference. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. All right, clip number four, a Kentucky bus driver is being recognized for going above and beyond to help a student on his bus. The driver's name is Larry Farish, and the six-year-old, Levi Carrier, he got on the bus to go to Engelhard Elementary and was crying. I asked him, I was like, what's going on? What happened? And he simply looked up and said, I don't have pajamas. I said, well, this morning you were crying, and I felt it. So I want your day to be a little bit better. And I asked him, I said, would you try the pajamas on when you get to class and have a great day? A lot of times we're the first person after their parents leave that they see. And we're the last person they see before they go home. So we can make a big difference in a child's life just by saying good morning. That he's kind and that his heart is filled with joy. Poor kid didn't have any pajamas and it was pajama day. We got to have a pajama day here. Oh, yeah. I'd get those ones like the 1950s. The dads would wear the button front the with, with the matching pants. Not a onesie. Okay. You could wear Irish like pajamas. Like the two-piece. 
Irish pajamas what, what? is when you sleep in your clothes. Ah, I've I've worn those before. <laughs> the Irish pajamas. <laughs> yes, right before my Irish goodbye. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like pajamas. You get the little stripe, the flannel stuff. Yeah, yeah I like, right, I like, right, I like, right, the, right. They're comfy. I could use some silk pajamas. I, I bet you silk pajamas would feel really good. You ever have silk boxers? No, I they never have. I bet that feels oh, good. I bet just silk pajamas feel great. I'd have a perpetual yes, bone warm. Yeah. <laughs> I would. That silk rubbing on my junk. Jerry, you rub against I'd the wall. I'd wear silk pajamas <laughs> with nothing on underneath. Cause you, do you wear underwear with pajamas? No, right? Uh, sometimes. It just depends. I'd exercise in silk pajamas. <laughs> I'd jog in place. Uh, <laughs> do aerobics. Uh, <laughs> Cut number three. Ewan McGregor was a guest on the Today Show, and he was asked if there was a season two of the Disney Plus show, Kenobi. It was made as a standalone one-off. Um, so it wasn't made as a series as such, um, in that there wasn't meant to be an episode two, but I'm hoping that there might be. You know, I, I, okay. I, I'm waiting to hear. I'm we'll waiting for the it. call. Yeah, if they did that, Christie is a movie, right? Because he mentioned it was supposed to be a movie and they turned it into a series. Into a series, yeah. I bet you that would have been one of the highest grossing Star Wars movies on the planet. It probably would have been. Because you had Darth Vader in it, mm-hmm. and it was a follow-up to... Was it a follow-up? So they filmed like 90 minutes, two hours, and then just decided to parcel it out in... Yeah, I think there were some issues with it. So then they, yeah, they decided and to do they it with added, a series. They probably recut certain scenes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's a really good series. Yeah. yeah I watched Kenobi, it. Kenobi, right? Yep. Yes. I don't know if, you, I, do you have to be a Star Wars fan? Do you have to see the first uh, three. They were the middle three. A but New ha- Hope, with the, the very first ones from the, 1977. No, no, no. The, no, this was before the first one. So you need to see the three that were done in the 90s. Okay. This All is right. done when he brings Anakin, right, to the, or Luke. Anakin brings Luke to the brother's house. Remember? Because Luke is in this one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's right before the original Star Wars, but after the okay. crappy ones with Aiden Christensen. Yeah, he plays, yeah, Hayden. Yeah, and he's in, actually, Hayden Christensen is in this series. Right, Christy? I, I think he is. Because uh, remember, they knock off his helmet, and he's in there. God, it's been a while since is I've you seen and it. McGregor kind of the face of the Star Wars today? Uh, no, just one of many. No, I think it's that Mandalorian dude. Oh, okay, yeah, and like right. Baby Yoda, right? right. Baby Yoda, <laughs> Baby Yoda. See, I never watched the... any of that because I couldn't. You know how much money they have raked in on that Baby Yoda? Like legit, right? Like, they right. had a like it was like the top Christmas present like a couple years ago. The Baby Yodas, it's insane. It's just a green Yoda. Right, but baby, but he looked, Yoda. It it's cuter. It's, it's baby, cuter. it's baby, yeah, like Yoda. a gremlin. Yeah, yes. and that is your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Thirty-three West is now closed after one hundred and four due to an overturned vehicle. Traffic, you are being diverted at Refugee one hundred and four. Your detour is Refugee Road to Winchester Bike to get you back onto US thirty-three. Uh, also dealing with another accident, two vehicle accidents. Stelzer Road just north of Easton Way. Don't shower in a puddle or ignore that slow drain. Get those partially clogged drains cleared out properly for only $93 with Eco Plumbers. Just ask for 93 or it's free at GetEco.com. 
News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. The National Pickleball League adding six new franchises to double the size of the league. The new teams are in Coachella Valley, California, Seattle, Princeton, New Jersey, Kansas City, Houston, and Columbus, Ohio. The teams are each valued right around $750,000, more than double the 300000 that the original six teams sold for. We got to get Merker on how that team. about that? Absolutely. Pretty cool. Yeah, how great is Does that? Does he play at a national level? Well, he was the representative, like the U.S. Open. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Now he'll say and he's been in from day one. Absolutely. That guy. In the, yeah. Yeah. Now he'll say he's not that good, but he's good. I'm sure he plays with some right. Paul. He plays with professional athletes. He's like, yeah, other yeah, yeah. athletes. He's good. Merck. Yeah. He Love that guy. He, he won't tell you he's good. He's good though. He plays every day. He's humble. He's yeah, humble. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's President's Day, and since it's an election year, it's. Hard not to think about the upcoming possible rematch between Biden and Trump. So a poll recently asked Americans what qualities they want in a president. Not them. Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. Other than not the other guy. Well, the results are kind of telling. Eighty six percent of Americans want a president who is honest, exhibits ethical leadership and sets a standard for other politicians to follow. So this is pretty much the unicorn that you're looking for. Eighty four percent want a president who promotes national unity, tries to address divisions in today's society. They're out. They want uh, someone who respects the Constitution and governmental laws. Want a president who's against extreme partisanship, someone who's committed to compromise and working across the aisle for the best outcomes for the nation. Let me know when you get to Trump and Biden, I know. <laughs> People yeah, want a president. that's sadly true. Who emphasized the importance of balancing federal and state powers to address national issues effectively. Uh, they, they want a president who doesn't have an agenda in foreign policy, who advocates for cautious and independent approaches to international relations and alliances. Yeah, good so luck again, with that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all we want. Poor is that too much to ask? Wishing Apparently it is. RFK Jr. gets no run. None. Apparently with young people he is. Well, that's what he says. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't see it. He's, he, he doesn't I'm, get protection. No, he, he doesn't, doesn't you know. I mean, just of him. golly, yeah. They're trying to bury him because they're afraid right, of him. Right, right. Yep. Uh, you know, guess what? Here's going to put you in a good mood, Christy. Okay. We're going to have Sal's Rock Report after my guy, Billy Squire. <laughs> Alpha One, you can't have the target. Roger that. WLVQ, WLVQ HD1, Columbus. Torganelli. Are you ready to rock? Broadcasting iconic rock from the Byers Mazda Dublin studio. Visit ByersMazda.com. Rockin' Central Ohio for 47 years. QFM 96, a Columbus radio group station. Getting you up to speed with what's happening in the world of rock. It's Sal's Rock Report on QFM 96. He's the director of rock programming for Premier Radio Network, Sal Cirincioni. What's up, Sal? Hello, Sal. Hi, Sal. Good morning, everybody. How's uh, everyone doing? All have a good weekend? Well, we're dressed as our favorite presidents today, yeah. (laughs) 
Mexico, I know. Aren't we all? <laughs> and this Jimmy Carter tie is choking me out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, hey, we got a root for Doe Jimmy. He's 99 now. He's been in hospice for a year. He's holding his own. Let's get him to 100. Absolutely. So it could be out Willard Scott's little mentions. Yes. <laughs> You go, oh, we'd have to resurrect old Willard, but that's Oh, he's story. dead? Yeah, we- oh. I didn't know he was dead. The Smuckers, uh, yeah, 100-year-old birthday oh, shout-out. Yeah, yeah, Willard has been gone. He's He's been not been with us See, last week I found out Ryan O'Neill passed away, so I'm kind of a little yes, outdated, yeah. Yeah, Willard yeah, died did. in 2021. Wow. Right. Yeah, it's been a couple years now. So. Well, we'll <laughs> Only three years pod. late. Who <laughs> <laughs> do I send Scott. my condolences to? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll start with some positive news. How about that? Yeah, we'll let's do it. With, we'll start with the living. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yes, as I said, this is exclusive. This is for you folks only. Um, I've not reported this anywhere else yet, so uh, I'm going to pass it over to you guys first. And here we go. Original foreigner singer Lou Graham, who told me, uh, I recently sat down with him, I should say, and he told me he will release his first album in 15 years this fall. We're um, finishing up the last two songs. We've garnered the songs from different areas. We've gone back and listened to the masters of the first and second Lou Graham solo album and the Shadow King album. Mm-hmm. And we found outtakes of great ideas of songs that there wasn't time to finish. So now going back to hear them 25, 30 years later, the ideas are awesome. And I've written the missing pieces. Good. And wow. Yeah. Uh, so Shadow King was the band that Graham, he formed that in 1990 with future Def Leppard guitarist Vivian Campbell and, of course, others. And the first song that Graham is uh, should release will be out in the early fall with the album to follow around Thanksgiving. His last album of, was in uh, 2009, the Lou Graham Band, uh, self-titled, the Lou Graham Band. And so, yeah, it'll be nice to hear some uh, new music from him. And uh, speaking of Lou and, of course, the band that brought him to fame, Farner, they are sitting at number three at the end of the first week of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote for the class of 2024. Ozzy Osbourne tops the list with Peter Frampton second. This year, you can vote for up to seven artists a day through April 26th at vote.rockhall.com. Of course, the top five artists selected by the public will comprise a fans ballot that will be tallied along with the other ballots to determine the 2024 inductees. Inductees will be announced at the end of April. Induction ceremony in the fall in Cleveland, date and venue to be announced. And speaking of the fall, here's something to look forward to. Uh, we now know another reason why Alex Van Halen has been quiet since the passing of his brother, Eddie, in 2020. He's been busy writing his autobiography. Hmm. Titled Brothers, the 384-page book will be published by HarperCollins on October 22nd. There'll also be an audio book and an ebook version. No other details available, but when published, it will be the third member, a memoir by a member of Van Halen following David Lee Roth's Crazy from the Heat in 1997 and Sammy Hagar's Read My Uncensored Life in Rock in 2011. Uh, And now, unfortunately, I do have a little bit of sad news. In case you missed this last week, it was announced that Brian Wilson has dementia. The news uh, came just two weeks after the sudden death of his wife, Melinda. As a result, his manager and associate have filed papers to have him placed under mm. a conservatorship. 
His family did release a statement saying this decision was made to ensure that there will be no extreme changes to the household and Brian and the children living at the home will be taken care of and remain in the home where they are cared for by Gloria Ramos and the wonderful team at the house who have been in place for many years helping take care of the family. Brian will be able to enjoy all of his family and friends and continue to work on current projects as well as participate in any activities he chooses. Uh, He is taking medication to slow the progression of the illness and a hearing on the motion for the conservatorship is set for April 26th. Boy, that's a tough pill. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, Boy. But, you know, legend that he is, and uh, hopefully right. he holds his own for many years and doesn't suffer. And um, finally, I don't know if you, you anyone caught this on Friday, but uh, two weeks after the release of his first new pop song in 30 years, Billy Joel finally released the video for this song, Turn the Lights Back On. Using new technology, basically artificial intelligence, uh, the video shows him performing the song throughout the different decades of his life. Much like the Rolling Stones did last September in the video for Angry, the first track off their new album, Hackney Diamonds. So there you do see Billy in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s, etc., singing this song, which is not a song that had been written all those years ago. It, was, it is a new song. So it's, it's, it's very interesting how they do this. Uh, he says... One of the reasons he hadn't released brand new material since 1993 was because he didn't want to get back into the what he called harness, meaning interviews, appearances, and videos, all things associated with having to plug a new project. But he admits that the idea for this new video works. I'm not a big fan of my videos. I don't like seeing myself. I've never been comfortable being on camera. I'm camera shy. Uh, I think I'm one of those artists who's better off being heard and not seen. <laughs> you know, that that was always my perspective. But um, the idea is a very good one, and uh, I think it's effective. Well, you can see him driving through your living room. I like it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sal? Oh, you're yeah. you're right though, and he's right because I've seen him do like uh, social media Q and As where he and he's just. He's grumpy about it. He's not when he does interviews. He's not uh, just going with the flow. It's it's almost combatant in a way where he just doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can hear it. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. And I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. I think he's more relatable the older he gets. Maybe that's yeah, due to my age. I don't know. Why, but you can't I, drive either? I think he's, uh, no, I think that's all behind him. He seems yeah, like he's in a really yeah, good place he, right he now. Is, yeah, yeah and, uh, and he'll be in a nice place on Saturday. He'll get out of the cold of the New York area, although he does have a house in Florida, but that's where he will be on Saturday as him and Sting do the first of their first five stadium dates this Saturday in Tampa. So, yeah. Good for old Billy. And, uh, yeah, and he hates watching videos of himself, and here he is watching himself sing a song that he never actually sang in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. So, Oh, that's great. That's great. I would think Billy has to close that show, right? Oh, for yeah, sure, I, yeah. 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 The way it works. Sting yeah. will put yeah. you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. seen him Billy, a few he, times. Yeah. 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 He's been doing this. He's got Stevie Nicks, who does the first half, then he does the second. And he's, she, he's got Stevie on a couple of shows this year, too, as well as Sting. So. Rod Stewart, and, uh, too. And Rod Stewart, too, yeah. Yeah, they're coming up to Cleveland. 
Yeah. And yeah. So that sale, probably the Stewart. I mean, is that a because so Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel sold out the shoe, but can mm-hmm. uh, the, here in Columbus. But can Billy Joel and can Rod Stewart strong enough to sell out a stadium, in your opinion? Uh, oh, no. Rod certainly not strong enough on his own. But no, no, no. I meant com- combo. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, Billy's been doing has been playing stadiums by himself. Uh, and, and a matter of fact, he's got a couple stadium dates this year just by himself. Wow. Uh, so, so Rod's just along for the ride. Yeah, Rod will yeah, yeah. get the whatever's remaining in the seats, I think. I think yeah, that's, that's a good bill. I mean, you know, they kind of both uh, are in the same vein in a, in a way. Uh, Billy, yeah. oh, they both could rock. Let's put it that way. So. Yeah, Billy sold out the baseball stadium the year before. So, I mean, yeah. I think he is maybe with like Ann or Nancy Wilson, I think, was the opening act. So, uh, I could be wrong there. But, yeah, he's been doing I was just curious if Rod Stewart was a, an attractive opening act for people or not. I think yeah, Rod's still you know he's still out there touring every year, and uh, yeah, people still like him. And you know, I, I I think he would see the writing on the wall if he wasn't filling seats, Rod, or selling some albums. So I mean, he keeps yeah, going that's and, true. Yeah, so awesome. Hey, thanks, Sal. Appreciate it. My pleasure. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take All right, care. take care. For Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today, 41 your high, clear tonight, low 22, and sunshine for Tuesday and a high 48. It's 24 right now. QFM Mighty 6 Kemba, financial credit union traffic. Uh, OSU campus area, we do have some power outages right in the area of East 5th Avenue and North High Street. AEP is working to get that power restored. Again, if you come across a traffic light that is not working, treat it as a four-way stop. 33 West is closed after 104 due to an overturned vehicle. Traffic's being diverted to Refugee Road and also 104. Your detour, Refugee to Winchester Pike to get you back onto US 33. Final look at traffic brought to you by Eco Plumbers. They will clear your clogged drain and provide a year's guarantee for only $93. And if they can't get it flowing, it's free. It's $93 or it's free with Eco Plumbers at GetEco.com. The guys talked to Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers after some ACDC, QFM 96. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. <laughs> Tenth season of Impractical Jokers on True Yay. TV. Let's talk to Brian Q. Quinn. What's up, buddy? Hello, Q. Hello. Good morning, everybody. How you doing out there? What's going on? Hey, has it gotten harder over the years? I mean, you guys had a movie. Everybody knows who you are. Is it harder and harder to pull off these, uh, you know, these skits when everybody knows who you are, and knows you're screwing with them? It's it, we we can't. We, if someone knows the show, we can't use them. But the good news is we shoot in New York. You know, we shoot in Manhattan. Yeah. Eight billion people on like a 14-mile island. So True. There's always, there's always suckers around, uh, you know, that we can play with. And by the way, if they don't know the show, it actually annoys me at this point. So we're even like harder on them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which, which is the one? Because you guys have throughout the 10 years, you have regular ones, you know, regular uh, dares that you have to do. Which one makes you feel the most uncomfortable? Because to me, the one where you guys go to the buffet and take food off people's plates and then try to weigh the whoever's got the most poundage wins of food, that to me, would yeah. I would feel so uncomfortable doing that. That is a, you, you're, you're, it's very odd, that one, because 
there's weird dynamics at play. This is the weird psychology you pick up in this show. Like, in theory, if you're at a buffet and you have a rib on your plate and I come and take the rib off your plate, it's weird, but you shouldn't get angry because there's endless ribs in front of you. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. but that's my rib. There's some, like this, right. You're like, you become possessive of that rib. And it is, it is <laughs> weird to come up against that because people get angry. I don't know if it's just the type of people that go to buffets or whatever, but like they get angry. So it is, it is those tiny interactions. Uh, I don't like making people angry. I, I prefer people to be like, what is going on with this idiot? But to do that, you have to make yourself look like an idiot. So every it all sucks to answer your question. It, it, yeah. It, every, every bit of it is horrible. And Brian, my wife is all in. She does the marathons on the weekend and everything. I go back to season one. What year, what season did you guys add these celebrity guests? Because I think that was a That's brilliant. just last year. Was that just last yeah, year? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, what happened is Joe, Joe told us that he was going to exit the show. And obviously... Look, I love Joe. I talk to him every day. He's, he's my best friend. Like, yeah. And obviously, like, it's not going to be the same show. It just it can't. You know what I mean? Like, so we, we were like, let's lean into that. Let's spend a season playing with these celebrities and uh, delineate before Joe. And now we're shooting season 11, 12. And we're, we're not shooting with celebrities as much this season. We're still having friends coming in play, but less formally. Because, man, scheduling celebrities is like, it is tough. Yeah. They got a million things going on. They're trying to get to New York for this one day, and they only have five hours. Um, so, so we kind of wanted to delineate, you know, what the show was like without Joe. And now we're kind of getting back to basics, just without Joe. Yeah, you know, Brian. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys did this on purpose. So I have kids. I have a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, then a 10-year-old. Right. This might be yeah. the only show on TV where you can have a kid. 10 and someone that's age 100 and watch it and all enjoy it. Oh, man, I love it. Let me tell you something, and I mean all all sincerity. That is our favorite thing to hear about this show. We hear it uh, up up to. I watch it with my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching the show. My 70-year-old mother's there. My 17-year-old kids are all watching it together. And we didn't plan it that way in the early seasons. But as around season three, we started realizing that that was happening. So we adjusted the comedy slightly, but in a way that I don't think anybody noticed, but paid big dividends of it being like an entire family show. We're very, on an emotional level, we're very proud of that, and we're very happy about that. So thank you for saying that. Well, I was going to pitch you on my idea for an adult-only show where it's cannabis-driven and it's impractical tokers. <laughs> uh, my friend, uh, <laughs> in, you... in the last couple of seasons... There have been a couple of bits that were fueled by cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Q, at what point was there a season, an episode, something you guys did where you realized this was a big freaking deal, where you knew you made it? Because obviously you guys grew up, you know, did the circuit, you know, the tenderloins. regular lines. guys. Yeah, and then when did you realize, holy crap, we got something going here? You know, it's a great question. It's hard to say because we make the show in a vacuum. You know, we keep our heads down and we we go away. I think there was there was a tipping point of not being able to go out without people coming up to it. Um, you know, it comes in drips and drabs in the beginning, and then you're like, oh, like I can't leave my house without somebody being like, dude, I love the show, I love the show, and like that's the start of it. And you're like, oh wow, we're making something that's resonating. And then we started doing this tour, and we were like, man, like. 
people showed up. We we sold out Madison Square Garden. We showed, we went to London, the O2 Arena, which is bigger than Madison Square Garden seat wise. We sold out six nights in a row, and oh. and it was like you just can't even fathom it. And you're like, this is insane, and and we're in London. So sure, funny, and and there's that thing too. We we actually outsold Adele, and if you go backstage at the O2, there were. No pictures of us. Only pictures of Adele. <laughs> you know, you've you've sold out here in Columbus nationwide. Oh yeah, man. So it's like, and our shows are different. Like people come and they have a party. Like it's more of like a hang than a show. It's really, it's you know. So it's just things like that where you're like, I can't believe that these things. I'm an oaf from Staten Island, you know. Yeah. It's like these things are. And you know what's cool for us, Brian, is we've had, whether it's the Pawn Star guys, the American Pickers, Murr was, has been on with us since season one, I don't know how many times. The way now you you see the uh, the specials and you hear the concerts and Adele and you the savvy that you guys grow over these 10 seasons and how you deal with the fame and that it's cool to kind of be on the ride with you in a way. Oh, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, it's... Uh... You know, everything, nothing is worth doing by yourself. So it's like the ride is the whole thing. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Hey, tell us, uh, Brett Michaels is a friend of the show. It comes on all the time. Uh, What what is his involvement with your show? I just saw the trailer. And what's his involvement this year, if you can, as much as you could tell us? Oh, no, no, no. His his involvement, uh, that that big one that you probably saw the clip one, uh, aired. Just aired recently. Oh, it did. Okay, give us give us a little. I'll go back on my. Do you got? I got you DVR'd. Let us know what was it. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, it was great. It was such a fun punishment. Where Murray was, um, he was a, uh, this weirdo in a restaurant, and uh, Brett was telling him what to say. And then at the end, Brett comes out uh, just when he gets everybody pissed off. Murray gets everybody pissed off. He comes out and sings a duet with with Murray, and the whole room melts. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, if you please, yeah. Well, we had Murray's wife there. Murray didn't know it. We dressed her up like a mega poison, like an '80s poison fan, uh, and then she came over and started like cooing at Brett Michaels in front of Murray. So it was, you know, she was in on the show. Fun. Oh man, I got you know. I have a DVR, so I'm going to watch. Hey, uh, Murr, Joe, and Sal have played the Funny Bone here. Are you do, are you doing a stand up tour? Do you do stand up? The drive tour. Uh, we do the drive, 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 drive tour. Is is us on stage, uh, the Impractical Joe gets up on stage. Uh, the guys all tour solo, Murray, Sal, Joe, they all tour I don't because I I like touring with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, everything I do, I want to do with my friends. So the notion of, like, going places by myself with a microphone, just, I don't know. You know? You're yeah. my type of guy. Well, that's a different yeah. animal. That's yeah. a whole different animal, yeah. And Murr's writing books, and every, you guys have really parlayed this success, too, which is cool. That guy is a machine, Murray. He's yeah. working. I'm, I'm too lazy. I'm like, hey, man, we got a good thing going. I want to, I want to chill out and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you, have you, you, with a popular show, who's uh, you ever been starstruck? Where you go somewhere and you figure out like Robert De Niro is a fan of Impractical Jokers. You've been starstruck. Oh, it happens so often, man. I'll tell you the biggest one. We didn't meet him. Uh, Jeff Daniels was a huge one. We got to meet him. That blew my mind. He was telling us like stories of Dumb and Dumber. But the, the biggest one, the biggest one, we didn't actually meet him, but we shot this episode in L.A. And our security guard that they, you know, you got to hire them for insurance purposes on set, uh-huh. is Paul, Paul McCartney's main bodyguard on tour. And he was telling us, dude, every night on the tour bus, 
Paul watches Impractical Jokers. And we're like, no, we're like, get out of here. He goes, I'll text him right now. I'll text him right now. Murray, I don't know why Murray does this, but he goes, ask him who his favorite is. So we text Paul McCartney, and 10 minutes later, his phone goes off, and he goes, uh, Paul answered. He goes, tell the boys I said hello. I love the show. Q is my favorite on the show. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're going to be watching Thursday nights, uh, season 10, True TV. Q, thanks so much, brother. Great stuff, Brian. Thank you, guys. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. Oh, Jerry, turn up your volume. I turned your volume down. I got it. Yeah, Thank you, sir. We were doing stuff in the yes, studio. We were. Yeah, you were. Yeah. You're a horse. Uh, I'm a whore. You um, are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yes. Christy, how was Jimmy's gig at Fender hey, Saturday? It was, it was a great gig. Yes. It's a good venue, yes. isn't it? Yep. Love Fenders. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have a pair of weekend GA passes to Bourbon Beyond 2024 at Highland Festival Grounds. Uh, in Kentucky, by the way. Yep. September 19th through the 22nd. Get your info and passes now at bourbonandbeyond.com. Mentioned Neil Young is going to be there. Huge festival. Yeah, I mean, the poster of, of the Dave amount Mo- of music is crazy. It's like 100 different acts. Yeah. yeah. But we did mention earlier what iconic alternative artist is playing there that Christy and I both saw in concert. Is it A, Red Hot Chili Peppers, B, Depeche Mode, or C, Beck? We mentioned it earlier, eight two one ninety six ninety six, And we got these all week long. If you don't get yep. through today, do not panic. Or you could chime in on the Grismer Tire text line, but you just don't win anything. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, one day this week we'll give them away through the Grismer I agree. Tire I text should. line. Yep. We'll do that. So eight two one ninety six ninety six. your options, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Depeche Mode, or Beck. There you go. We'll I don't tomorrow. get to see the text screen, and I, I at first I thought, well, I I'm, look once a week. I'm going to get a display over here, and then the more I think about it, no. nah, you don't want to see last. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I had to put people yeah. in jail, Christy. You and I got in trouble but, apparently. No, if people complain about us, about like, and it's not even me, but if people swear and are rude, I just block them, and I've been given the go ahead. So if someone says bleep Christy, I will block them. Or bleep Jerry, yeah, yeah. I will block them. Or bleep Torg, which has happened. I it's like them. if you don't see it on social media, therefore it doesn't exist. Exactly. And the great thing about this is you could be blocked and not even know it. And you just keep texting us and complaining. Yes, correct. And That's it's kind of nice like feature. torture. It's kind of like torture. <laughs> you know, like you keep complaining and no yeah, one's answering because yeah. no one's seeing it. I aim to tick somebody off at least once a day. Oh, if I don't get, I wanted... I had a week a couple weeks ago where I had a complaint about me every day except for Friday. I not e- emailing the boss. Yeah. And I was like so happy. I was striving because complaints are good as long as you're not like swearing or like racist or anything. Complaints are good. Opinion complaints are good because who cares? it's just someone's opinion, right? And man, I was striving for the that final Friday of getting one. Can I get oh, one? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Because, like, in sports radio, you get, like, 20 a day. I'm not used to just one every now and then. And I think that happens to anyone that hosts any kind of show or talks for a living, whether it's radio, television. It's like when you were in sports talk, and then you're out. You're not on the air. You're off. You're socializing Saturday night late at a party, and sports comes up. The sports talk guy, he's the authority. Yeah, <laughs> he, you be you begin to believe your opinion is 
And my wife, she'll knock me down in a heartbeat. <laughs> Jerry, you're not on the air yeah. right now. We're just sitting at Cap City having a burger. Yeah. Relax. Jerry's you telling dirty jokes to the lady yeah. next door. And, and you're wrong. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just shh, shh. You're not on the air the right now. The waitress doesn't want we're, to know about panties, We're just Jerry. conditioned to no matter yeah. what comes up, you got to have something to say. And then when you're not at work, you... Yeah, check yourself. You got to check yourself sometimes. I think that's most hosts. I'm actually super quiet. Like, I don't like to talk because I'm talking on the air all day. Then you do a podcast. And then when at like five o'clock turns around, I'm done. I'm good. I'm silent. I'm really good talking. Uh, Christy, what do you got? What are your giveaways this week, by the way? You know what I've got? Okay, so probably one of the hottest new artists around that is just skyrocketing, Marcus King. QFM 96 welcomes Marcus King as Mood uh, Swings the World Tour, Kemba Live on Tuesday, September 17th. Isn't that sold out? All week long. I have managed managed to get myself five pairs of tickets squirreled away just for the listener. And an indoor show like that, that's going to be hot. That is. I will trade you one of our giveaways for one of yours. Nope. Sorry. All right. They're all mine. It's the anniversary of Bon Scott's passing today. And you better believe that. So we're going to tackle that as an iconic nooner. And it was kind of fitting that this was the last song on the very last album that Bond was on. Big did balls. You, did you know that he was a uh, a soft rock singer before ACDC? No. I did know that. He is the backup vocalist on Build Me a Buttercup. I don't know that song. Oh, come on. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. The Foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah, Why yeah, yeah. I don't do. you okay, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, That's okay. Bon Scott in the no background. Way. Yes. Really? He was in these real uh, melodic, right, Christy? And then even uh, the band, he he wasn't in the foundations, but he sang backup on that, I know. He, wow. had a really, he did. He had a really good voice that you would never know that he would become. Exactly. The, the right. raspy bond. It's like, what? Right. I just remember the rah. And he hated Dirty punk deeds. rock. Hated punk rock. Who doesn't? When punk was right. getting hot and it was going to challenge, you know, what yeah. we know today is classic rock. He wasn't buying it. He was like, nope. It's not he, going there. Who was the uh, Sid Nancy? What was the uh, Sex Pistols? Yeah, Sex yes. Pistols. He wasn't digging the Sex Pistols then? Well, maybe they were an exception. I don't know. No, just, but yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting, Jerry. Right. That's bon the- Scott. Yeah, no, I read a, a big article on him this past week. Is there any books on Bon Scott? Oh, of course there is. And yeah. I'm sure, it, yeah. there, again, the music documentaries, that's, there's a whole thing on the making of uh, the last album, Highway to Hell. There is? Yes, there is. What channel? Uh, well, you can, okay, so probably Tubi, or if you've got, of course, you've got the Amazon Fire, you just ask Alexa, find me an ACDC documentary, and they all pop up. Really? And it depends on if you've got the streaming service or not. But a lot of them are like that Freebie, that Tubi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. All right. I'm curious cool. to see how Brian sounds on this uh, tour this fall in Europe. I bet it'll be awesome. I think so, too. Hey, is ACDC AC- chews up the lead singers, doesn't it? That's just yeah. a high energy. You go through them. It's like tires. Yeah. I think Ace Freely's album Wear is out, out this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good. We got to get him on, man. Yeah, we do. Bash, bash Kiss and yeah. Christy, so you got that going on, and we got 96 minutes of nonstop iconic rock next.